talk is about to begin. Hey, 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 come on in. Welcome back. It's a Wednesday Buckeye Talk. It's Doug Marie, Nathan Baird, and Stephen Means of Cleveland.com. And this is about ourselves. If you are not interested in us, you can stop listening because we're not going to talk about Ohio State football on this podcast. Guys, I will tell you that for the 100th episode of Buckeye Talk, I remember it was like, oh, we've had 100 episodes. We're going to do something special. And we had on Marty Smith of ESPN before Marty Smith became like an independent media conglomerate as one person. And he was our guest. He came on. Ari was gone by that point, but Ari came back. It was me and Bill Landis and Tim Bielek. And we did our 100th episode. It was like, oh, my gosh, we've done 100 episodes. And that was in September of 2017. And this is an inexact science a bit because I don't know. You guys listen, remember, there was a time like last year. I think it ended last year when we were doing like those little headline episodes. That was kind of like a thing that we were doing where you were supposed to be able to say like, hey, Google and your Ohio State headlines would come up. And so we then put made it an episode. Those weren't real episodes, though. So I don't know what our official, official real episode count of Buckeye Talk is. But when you look in our big file on our podcast platform where we upload the podcast, it's over a thousand. So I don't know that we've done a thousand real episodes. It's probably more like 985 but we're not having any special guests on. So we're going to talk. We're just going to talk about ourselves. But Nathan, it is not intended to be. Um, we're trying to we're trying to improve the podcast that we've been doing this for a long time. And the three of us have been doing it together for a very long time. And I just don't want to make any assumptions because I do feel like, Nathan, we kind of have a groove that we've fallen into. We kind of do what we do. I like a lot of what we do with Market Down Monday and Buckeye Fly Effect and the Retalkables and the Rapid Fire and the drafts and the post-game pods and the pick pods before games and that kind of thing. But I, I, I'm here for us. Like I'm all for freshening this up if there's a way to freshen it up. Not that I don't think we need to change but I think we're always open to evolve. So that is the purpose of this. I sent a 19 question survey to our tech subscribers. I said, tell us anything you want to tell us about the podcast, but it's not the intent wasn't to just be like, Hey, do you guys want to say anything nice about us? It was like, tell us how we can do this better because you know, I don't want to fall in any traps. Right. I mean, we, we talk a lot and we do what we do, but maybe there's a different way to look at it. Well, we most importantly do it for, other people besides ourselves we're not just here and we can have uh, zoom call every week speak for yourself <laughs> some of us yeah, more i don't than know others. what you're talking about uh, i'm only here to hear perhaps, myself talk later on <laughs> perhaps some of us more than others but but we could have a zoom call every day where we just had a staff meeting and talked about things and argued about things um and we probably actually wouldn't even argue about things that much um that's what this is for. This is an exercise for that. But it, it, I, I think it's good to reach out to the people who we're trying to communicate with and ask them, um, how are we communicating? Steven, do you think, I mean, like, I don't know, could we use a, a fresh coat of paint on the old podcast here? Probably. Yeah, these are all we do something for a living that requires public opinion. So it's always good every so often to get the public's opinion on things and make sure that we're up to date and we're doing the best job that we can. And we're serving our readers and listeners and texters and everybody else out there. So listen, this was a chance for people to rip us, which is, you know, 
that's actually more interesting. Uh, not a lot of rip, frankly, from the comments, a, a lot of very nice comments. Also, it's one of those things, it's a bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy. Our tech subscribers sort of like the podcast so much, they subscribe to the text. Then I send a survey to the tech subscribers and not all the tech subscribers respond. But if you're responding, you're probably the diehards of the diehards. So I understand there are other people listening. I try to do uh, something on Twitter and say, hey, we don't only want to hear from our loyal tech subscribers. We'll take any comment. And like, didn't get a ton of response on Twitter, didn't get any critiques on Twitter. So like, we're open to all of that. We will continue this. If you are listening to this and saying, I can't believe they think they're so great. They could be better at this and this and this. Email us. Find us on Twitter, Buckeye Talk Pod. And I will do this. Email me. It's my first initial and my last name. D-L-E-S-M-E-R-I-S-E-S at cleveland.com. So if you're listening to this, and you're like, oh, this is what I've been waiting for. And you, and you want to send us something, send it to us or, or put it good or bad in a review on Apple Podcasts. We could use some fresh reviews too. So we got a lot of good comments and we're going to go through them. But I do have something, guys, that we need to discuss that I was unaware. This is why this is good. I was unaware that this was an issue. And I think it's something we need to bring to the forefront and we cannot be afraid of criticism and we will go to a comment from the 937. I love the pod and the texts. My biggest issue is hearing you guys eat while recording, most especially talking with food in your mouths. I understand that you guys are recording that recording these at all hours of the day to get us the latest info, so I won't stop listening, um, but it is brutal. So I am constantly drinking. I have a beverage 24 hours a day. So I do mute and grab a drink and maybe you hear ice clinking sometimes. I know we had an issue the other day where I was eating, dipping a carrot and peanut butter. And Stephen was like, what are you, what is that thing that you're doing? And I just said, can a man dip a large Bugs Bunny carrot in a peanut butter jar in peace, please? Nathan, I think this probably is a Stephen. Stephen's either on a fast or a juice diet or a liquid diet 75% of the time anyway. So Stephen doesn't consume what we would consider food most of the time. So I assume this is mostly me and Nathan. Nathan, you and I have both definitely, I've seen both of us eating on the pod. I thought we were muting while we were eating, but apparently not because there was also, I think, a review that called us out for our eating. I guess this is something that we can get better at. We, I just think we can't have food on the podcast anymore. Yeah, maybe. I'm trying to think back to the last time. I think, I guess last week I was still eating as we were getting ready to start the pod one time. I can't remember the last time I ate during a pod, though. So I, it's a valid criticism. Someone's hearing it. I just don't think it happens that often. But I, I mean, it, mu- it must. So like, I'm going to try to be aware of it. I certainly, I don't sit down with a protein and a nice side veg and a starch and a dessert and just think, oh, well, here, cut my yes, it's, it's, it's <laughs> a very snacky. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I mean, sometimes you got to stick a carrot in a jar of peanut butter, Buckeye talk. So, I mean, like, I don't, a, you know. That's such a complex way to describe dinner. Yeah. No, I mean, a I do think. Protein, a veg, side some veg, starch, starch. And, a, and a dessert. Because you can't really count a potato as a vegetable. So it was like you have rice, you have potato on the side, but then you need a green veg, probably green. So anyway, point taken, point taken. I certainly myself will not bring food 
to the podcast anymore unless it's an emergency because what uh, what I thought was a secret apparently is not a secret. So um, that is one thing that we can learn. So listen, again, one of the things that, that I asked about was the nonsense talk and maybe should we segment the nonsense talk and say, hey, nonsense talk's coming so you can tune it out if you don't like it. This podcast is about this podcast. We are not talking about football. If you are here for the football and you don't care about this, you may leave. You're not going to miss any football talk. We have uh, more opponent previews coming this week. We have more of the influential list ahead. We have more market down Monday stuff ahead. I know that we have not driven the bus yet. We have to drive the bus at some point for the players that we really believe in. And we'll get text or comments on that. We have to do that in the next several weeks. There is a lot of football ahead. We have the cleveland.com preseason big 10 poll that Nathan is currently putting together. And that will be revealed on Buckeye talk because it's our poll and we'll talk. So there's a lot of football ahead. This is kind of like a last chance to take a breath like this and do this. And I thought it would be interesting. So get ready. You know what you're in for. This is the deal. How many Buckeye Talk episodes do you typically listen to per week? We got more than 400 responses to that question, Nathan. And the choices were zero through five, basically the way I did it. There are only like 15 people of the more than 400 who said zero, because that's, again, the texts and the pods are really linked in a lot of ways. The average is 3.92. And there are a lot of people, Nathan, who say they listen to every single podcast. So that on some level blows my mind because this is a lot in terms of hours. And frankly, we're a lot and specifically I'm a lot. So like the idea, Nathan, that there are people who listen to this podcast, like every single one, what an honor. And uh, it's humbling to hear that from, from people, even if it's the diehards of the diehards. Yeah. It, it's funny. Cause I was thinking it would fall somewhere. The numbers in my head, I swear it was like, I don't know, like if I guessed, because I thought you were going to make me guess. So I'm like, a 3.7, will that be too low? Mm, or is like yeah. 4.1 going to be too high? And it was like right in the middle. So I don't know. I think that makes sense because I listen to podcasts. I don't know how many, how many podcasts you guys listen to, but I have uh, a good handful that I listen to a lot. And there's some that I, I want the next one as soon as it happens. There's others that are like maybe longer form and I'll let them sit. But the ones that I, I can reliably count on to put out a couple episodes a week, I, I want the next one as soon as I can get it. So I, I get it. It's, it is humbling that we might be that for some people. I will also say this, and I think about this. I think about this podcast a lot. And I think about podcasts in general a lot. And I have conversations with our bosses about podcasts a lot. Podcasts are very important to our company. They're important to cleveland.com. And I think we've, we've really leaned into it. And I think we've gotten uh, pretty good at it. But I do think about this from the 513. I used to listen to every episode, and now I listen to about one a week. I think there's too much content. I'd rather have a little more slimmed down, formulaic off-season podcast and some more robust coverage during the season. I find there are topics that I want to hear you guys talk about, but they're buried in five long episodes a week, so I usually don't really tune in unless something seemingly big happens. Steven, I, th I think about this. Listen, we sell ads on this podcast now, which uh, for a long time, we joked about how we have no ads. I don't know what ads pop through. It's sort of through a national company. It's above my pay grade. But Steven, I wonder sometimes if there are times where 
we'd be better off with three or four a week. Because the one thing that happens, and I'm very proud of that we do content five days a week, 52 weeks a year, we do not take a day off. Well, we take a day off. We just record ahead of time. But Stephen, people don't get the chance to miss us. Nobody ever. Nobody, you know, no one's ever said, you know who I miss? I miss Doug. It's like, no, there's always Doug. Do you think there's a formula, Stephen, where a little less Buckeye talk actually might be a little better? I think so. I think what happened was the pandemic happened and everybody was stuck in the house. And so us going to five a week was almost like we have nothing to do. Thank God Buckeye Talk is giving us five episodes a week. And we were freaking out, wondering how we were going to fill it all. And somehow we still go over on every single episode. And so it's it's it might be harder at this point to ring it back in because I think we all have so many ideas that can fill five episodes now. But probably I think in the offseason, there could probably be some time, especially in May when like, you know, spring football is kind of over with, you know, the players are back at home. It's kind of quiet for recruiting until June shows up, but we can maybe, you know, scale back a little bit, but even then I feel like we'll scale back and then you'll get the majority of people going, where's my Buckeye talk episode for Tuesday morning. So, you know, it's give and take. I, we'd have to ask the bosses. Cause I don't think the bosses want us to scale back, which is fine because they, they pay us for this. I don't know if people know that we get paid for this. It's not a hobby. Um, Nathan, do you ever wonder about that in your own head? Is there such a thing as too much Buckeye talk? And I was looking at some of the the, con- the comments that people sent back or a texter sent back. And I, I thought, so there's two ways to look at it. What Steven just said might be true. What you're getting at might be true. But also, if you listen to what that person said, they also said, well, there's things I want to hear in there. But if it's just buried in the middle of a podcast and I don't really know how to quickly access it, I just mi- I just skip it. So there are some things that we could do that would be more time intensive on our part to because other podcasts do that, right? You can look at the show notes of other podcasts and they'll say, here's the subject we talked about here. Here's the subject we talked about here. It just takes longer time to, to do that sort of thing. So that's part of the decision-making process for us. Is that something that is worthwhile doing? Giving people a, a better guide through each episode of Buckeye Talk. Because it, it, you hit on something interesting and you mentioned this in a conversation that we had recently where the podcast has become almost as reliable as getting the newspaper on your doorstop every day. It's five days a week. Like you just, it's a daily newspaper, daily podcast. So it's there every day, but obviously a newspaper is a very different thing to, to consume because you can flip through and quickly see all the, all the different little things you want. It's not quite the same flow as a podcast where you don't have it. it you can't quite pick and choose the same way. So there, maybe there's a way we can meet people in the middle on that. This podcast is like a 1920s newspaper, because when you go back in the yeah, yeah. in the old uh, film and you look at that, and it's like, oh, here's the front page of the newspaper. Here's a story that starts in the middle of a column after one other story. And there's 17 stories on the front page, but there's only eight headlines. And like, what is happening? And this picture doesn't seem to go with any of them. That's what we are. So again, in the future, 100 years from now, people will listen back to this podcast and be like, oh my gosh, the segments, they didn't even have any segments. It is something you have to spend more time on. From the 216, I filled out the survey. I really enjoy what you guys do. Do you think you could send out texts for the specific topics for each pod? For instance, at the five-minute mark is a Market Down Monday discussion. At 35 minutes, it's a Rutgers discussion. Right. At 50 minutes, Doug talks about Pizza Hut in Sweden. Because I don't get to every pod, it would help me know which ones to get to. <laughs> it's, it's more work because you know who usually does that kind of thing is the producer of the podcast. Mm-hmm. 
we are the producer of the podcast. So, but if it's worth it, it's worth it. And it might be worth it. We all have priorities for our jobs. We have this many hours we can work in the week. So it's like, okay, we're going to take the time to do that. If people want it and if it would help people, and if it would get more people to our podcast or guide people through this podcast in a more efficient way, I'm open to it. So I'm going to take that in and I'm going to think about that. And a lot of it is, as you learned with Market Down Monday, Nathan, and as Seth Shaner, our guy, pointed out, like, Market Down Monday, Nathan wasn't marking down the Market Down Mondays. <laughs> it's like, yes, it's very ironic. But a lot of it is if you know what the thing's going to be, B, you can sort of have an outline that's easy to convey. Sometimes it's hard. If you're in the middle of a Pizza Hut rant, and it was Finland, not Sweden, and it's like, oh, let me write down. This is the 47-minute mark while I'm telling my Finland Pizza Hut story. If that wasn't planned, that can be hard. And I don't think we have time to go back and re-listen to do it, but it is a point well taken, and that's the point of this podcast, is to learn and try to get better. So giving people a better guide through the episodes is something that we will try to do. What best fits your Ohio State podcast listening habits? These were the choices, Stephen, and I want you to try to guess what won this survey. I listen to multiple Ohio State podcasts, and Buckeye Talk is among the ones that I like. I listen to multiple Ohio State podcasts, but Buckeye Talk is my favorite, right? So that's both are those you listen to multiple, but it's like, are we one of the ones you like or are we the one you like best? Those are two separate answers. Buckeye Talk is the only Ohio State podcast I listen to, which I guess would mean we're your favorite if we're the only one. I listen to Buckeye Talk some, but there are other Ohio State podcasts I listen to more and I like more. So we're in the mix, but we're not at the top of the mix at all. Or I just rarely listen to podcasts, right? I rarely listen to Buckeye Talk or any Ohio State podcasts. It's a little nuanced to those answers, Stephen, but if you could remember the choices, five of them, which one do you think won that survey? Definitely the first one where it's like we're among just because everybody on this piece has a podcast at right. this point. And that may not necessarily like us, but we're not necessarily the favorite, but we're one of yeah. the good ones. Nathan, what do you think won? Yeah, I, that's what I would think it wins. But I also think I would hope that there are more people that said we're our favorite than people who said um, we're just we're not we're not among the ones that they like the most. So, by the way, the phrase when I sent this text this text survey out, I said that we're going to do some serious uh, navel gazing here, and navel gazing is one of my favorite phrases. And I I looked it up just to get the dictionary definition because someone responded and said navel gazing, like they hadn't heard that phrase before, which is fine. There's a lot of phrases I haven't heard. Navel gazing, self indulgent or excessive contemplation of oneself or a single issue at the expense of a wider view. So self-indulgent contemplation of oneself, Buckeye talk, my goodness. Oh, so this is perfect navel gazing. And I just think of it, you guys all saw, everyone in the world saw the new telescope pictures, right? By the way, there's life out there. Have we all, like, is that, was that telescope picture the line in the sand where anybody who was like, ah, know if there's life anywhere else in the universe and then they saw that and they're like oh that's a grain of sand of whatever and there's a thousand bright galaxies in that if i had any doubt i'm like no doubt about it we are not alone did that change anyone else's mind or did you guys already think that or you still think it's just us nathan i'm i'm um very open to the possibility of other life out there 
I don't know if they have podcasts, but I think they're out there. Steven, do you think there's think other life? Evolved beyond podcasts. <laughs> I hope, I hope, I hope no one on this planet ever does, at least until I retire. <laughs> Steven, do you think there's other life in the universe? Yeah. He didn't even lean. He just like he just like stayed sitting back in his chair and didn't even lean on the microphone because that was such a you thought it before. It didn't require yeah. a nice telescope picture to make you think that. Nah, I thought it before. The universe is way too big for us to be the only people in it. Yeah. So I like I to th- nice. I like to think of like my version of navel gazing is like me in like a like a crop top, like a Buckeye talk crop top. Oh, no, no, no with my big hairy belly sticking out and this gigantic universe unfolding before me and me just staring down at my belly button and missing all of it. That's navel gazing, right? Like you're so invested in yourself. You have no idea what's going on in the rest of the world. We're doing a whole podcast about a podcast. So that's why I said this. So navel gazing is what we're doing. And again, it really was not the intention of people to be nice to us. I listened to multiple Ohio State podcasts, but Buckeye Talk is my favorite, 52%. That was the clear winner. And then Buckeye Talk is the only Ohio State podcast I listened to, 30%. I listened to multiple Ohio State podcasts, and Buckeye Talk is among the ones I like, 17%. And then the rarely listen, and I like a lot of other ones better, each only got 1%. So that's very kind. If we're your favorite podcast, we appreciate it. If we're your only podcast, we appreciate it. Again, this is how this is going to go. This is a little, I'm even a little bit, this is a little saccharine for me. I have diabetes and this is too sweet for me. I think my blood sugar is going up. It's a little uncomfortable. People were very nice to us, Nathan, but I'm not sure what we should do. What are we supposed to do? We put it out to the world. We'll get to some criticisms and we will for sure. But I guess if they're nice, we have to acknowledge that they're nice. If people are nice, it's like we have to send a thank you note. My daughter is sending thank you notes for her graduation presents right now. It's a lost art. We said we're not paying for college if you don't write thank you notes. So she's doing them in her room right now. So this is our thank you note for the nice things. By the way, my advice for those of you out there looking for a spouse, maybe especially for men, but probably for for women who are as lazy as me, find a spouse who is Johnny on the spot with thank you notes. My wife is amazing at it. I, I feel the gratitude. I want to express the gratitude. Often I eventually will express said gratitude, but my wife is like, Hey, you got to come sign this. I've got like just a stack of we after you have a baby, after you get married, just like a stack. I feel like I'm some kind of CEO. There's just like a stack of things I have to sign. And it's all uh, thank you cards. No, I agree. I, 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 I we should find a way to ex- share our gratitude with our listeners. Um, but also, you know, CJ Stroud had a really good year last year, but he's still been practicing since last year. So I, I like both exercises. We feel the appreciation, but like we still we can do better. Let's do better. I live very much. I think there's like a mismanners kind of thing that there. Uh, maybe it's just on wedding gifts, but there's a lot of stuff. It's like you have a year, as long as you do it within a year. I definitely there was someone that I was invited to their wedding, and I went to their wedding, and I sent them their wedding gift at like 363 days after their wedding. But I was like, oh, ah, it's coming up on a year, and then I was like, oh no, I made it. It's fine. Nobody's worried. I don't think. And then I'm sure they got there like, my God, this guy sent us a wedding gift 11 months, three weeks and five days after we got married. And he went there. Okay, but as someone who got married somewhat recently, I kind of like that because it's it's you you, you could get that gift could have got lost in the avalanche of stuff you got early. And now your gift gets to stand alone for better, for worse. The gift stands alone. Uh, People like the fact that we offered the survey. 
from the 567. I really admired the pod critiquing survey. I enjoy you guys being open to some criticism. This is our guy, Mitch D in Mason, Ohio, about the pod format and the structure itself. We've always had a voice, but this feels like a more concrete representation. I'm a little bummed there wasn't another section to elaborate for a few of the questions. It would have given an opportunity to more precisely express where we stand as fans and listeners. Otherwise, I appreciate being part of the community. Keep up the hard work. This is something I'm not good at. What's it called? The technology. Stephen, have you heard of Discord? You're the uh, the young person. Have you heard of Discord? In terms of <laughs> you're the young person, have you heard of Discord? Um, I have. I don't use it, but I've. It's like I don't know. It's like a Twitch type of thing. What is Twitch? Oh, is Twitch? You just okay. watch video. You play video games, and people watch you play you and stream it. it. That's yeah, Twitch. yeah. Because my the guy I lived with in, in college like plays is on Twitch a lot. Yeah. Should we be twitching or discording? Should we be twitching on Buckeye Talk? Do you play video games? Well, can we podcast on Twitch or no? I mean, you can, but the whole point of it is because that you're also playing a video game as you do it. I would do that. Yeah, no, I would do that. My uh, when the when the pandemic hit, my friend who's a writer in L.A., uh, his wife said we should because we used to play that NHL hockey game that's in swingers like NHL 94. We played that in college all the time. and would talk crap to each other. So so she thought that we should like have a Twitch stream where it was like middle aged men playing NHL 94 and, and talking crap to each other. So we all bought PlayStations and we bought the game and then we just like gave them and didn't do it. But so we don't have to be twitching, but discord, here's the question, Nathan, have you heard of discord? Like Steven, yeah, I've heard of it. I haven't participated. A lot of the podcasts I listen to have them. I just, I, I, there's only so many hours in the day, man. We need to get YouTubers use probably use discord more than like normal podcasters do. One, this is from the 301. One potential feature that I've seen is having a Discord. It's a service for pod fans to chat with each other, which I've seen other podcasts do as part of a paid subscription. I don't know if that makes sense for Buckeye Talk, but I figured I'd mention it on the small chance it's not on your radar. On the small chance it's not on our radar, and we just had a five-minute discussion about what is it, it's not on our <laughs> radar. It's a big chance it's not on our radar. Have you listened to the podcast? We don't know. So here's the thing that I'm wondering about. Would there be a way for us to make something? Because the tech subscription, and again, this is about the podcast. It's not only about the tech subscribers, but the tech subscription is we send out texts that are information and analysis, people can respond to our texts or they can just text us and then we can respond to them. But the texters cannot communicate with each other. And I'm wondering if this is a Discord thing. It's like, hey, if you're a text subscriber, here's the password to get into this Discord where we will jump in every now and then, but then the users can talk, the tech subscribers could also talk to each other, Nathan? Is this something we should bring up with the bosses? Would this make sense? It's not replacing the tech subscription, but if you are a tech subscriber, you also get access to our to our Discord. Yeah, it's it's sort of a, when we did the, the beat-wide thing several months ago, yes. and we talked about the difference between those who have a message board and those who don't, this is sort of a step in that direction. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I think, because people do like, we want it. We want it to be a community, and then allowing the members of the community to talk to each other, and not just talk to us. I think would be a sensible step and a valuable step if we could pull it off. And 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 as we've had so far in this discussion, maybe we can't. But again, we'll take it in, and we'll ask some people, and we'll see what's up. I will say, one of the things that has happened with Buckeye Talk is that like a lot of stuff. It's like 
we come up with ideas and then people are like, oh yeah, let's try that. And then it works. And so maybe this would be a thing and then people could do discords as well. Quick break. When we come back, more staring into my belly button on Buckeye Talk. All right, Doug, Nathan, and Steven talk about how we can make Buckeye Talk better. I'm going to do a little bit of a rapid fire here on some of the things we do on Buckeye Talk and whether people like them. What do you think of Buckeye Talk episodes where we draft things? And the choice on all these, Nathan, is should we do it more? Should we do it less? Or is it just the right amount that we're doing it now? Where we draft things. What do you think? One, Nathan, do more drafting, do less drafting. It's just the right amount. I think people might lean to more drafting just because it becomes it, 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 people like conflict. People like when people can maybe uh, go after each other a little bit and in a fun way. And the draft is our best opportunity to do that. I love drafting. Cause like, that's the reason people play fantasy sports and stuff. It's like just the act of the draft. It makes you feel like a GM for an hour. I love it. I like it when podcasts do it. People do not like it as much as I would have thought. And this is valuable. Just right is 66%. So that's still two thirds. Do less 24%, do more only 10%. Steven, what do you think of that? What do you think of our drafts? And what do you think of that? That was the poll result. Actually, that's not that shocking. I think they have their place in the off season. Um, but I do think as we get into more of these questions, we're going to get a lot more. I just want more football talk. And I think sometimes the drafts can turn more into, and you say this a lot sometimes when you drive, it turns more into like sticking it to everybody else and like actually, you know, getting real football analysis, which is what makes it fun as you hear the world outside of my house right now. Yeah, no, we have a survey question about the traffic outside Stephen's window. No, we don't, <laughs> yeah. but I should. I don't. Do you, should there be more traffic outside Stephen's window? Less traffic, I mean, or is it just say, right? For everybody's sake, I am like moving in like five days, so oh. you don't have to worry about this anymore. You're moving for the podcast, just for a I'm quieter not, neighborhood. I mean, I'm not moving for the podcast, but it's just a benefit that now you don't, you no longer have to hear downtown Columbus every day. Are you moving in part because like your power is constantly out? That yes, that is more of the reason why power constantly being out. It's Tuesday, two o'clock in the morning, and people want to rev their engines, and they're in a Nissan. Mm. It's just I, I'm I'm two years away from thirty, and I've had my fun living down here, but I'm done with it. Nice. You right. moving to the suburbs as a single thirty year old? I'm not single. Not yet. Not yet. Thirty. you're not married. You don't have a family. That's true. I, I wouldn't say I'm moving yeah. to the suburbs. I'm just moving away from the short north. Gotcha. To, All right. Take so, it back to the question, though. I will yes, say, to be fair, we do a, actually a decent amount of drafts. So it's not like we only do one every four months. We do them no, pretty true. regularly. So there might be people who are like, I, you do quite a bit of them. Let's not saturate the pod. with No, them. no, no. Yeah. I just, I, I really like them, but that's, that's a point. That's a point taken. We're going to take all this stuff into consideration. Rapid fire. What do you think of a rapid fire text question? Buckeye Talk episode. Steven, what do you think? One, do more rapid fire, do less rapid fire, or it's just right? More. It involves the texters. That's true. We're asking the texters if we should answer more of texter questions. We yeah. just didn't have a way. I was going to try to do a survey on Twitter too, but there wasn't a ton of response on Twitter. I don't, we care what the listeners who aren't tech subscribers think. It's just harder to get your opinion. So again, you can email me at 
What did I say it was? Delay Maurice. That's what it is, right? Delay Maurice at Cleveland.com or you can tweet at me. Uh, Nathan, what do you think won? More or less, just right? Probably just right. Again, we do a lot of them. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that just won, just because we, we do it regularly. Do more, 56%. Yep. Just right, 43%. Do less, too. So I think it's possible, especially during the season, we should do one every week, that it just becomes a weekly thing. And we all have our meeting coming up about how we're going to cover the team this season and what we're going to write and what we're going to text and what we're going to pod. And I think that's something to keep in mind. I think it is a a way to cover a, a lot of football B it's an easy way to work in some nonsense and it gets to a lot of topics. And I think like, if you didn't like that, you'll like the next question. And it also is a way to directly correspond with our audience, which is something we want to do. So I think we'll keep that in mind. What do you think of Buckeye Retalkables, where we watch and talk about old games? Just right, do fewer, do more. Nathan, what do you think won? Do more. Steven, what do you think won on Retalkables? Do more, and I think I agree with that one. Incredibly wrong. Just right, 43%. Okay. Do fewer episodes, 39%. Do more, 17%. So... There is a, and our boss has talked about this history. You got to be careful. You got to be careful because there is some part of it where some people love that. And then there's some that are okay on it. And some just don't care that much about the past. They want to know what's happening right now. So I do think you have to be careful and we'll keep this in mind. We haven't done one in a while, right? Well, we did the one from the thirties, Nathan, that was like, we recorded before. And then that just popped up recently. We haven't yeah. done a ton lately. We don't usually do them during the season. But if if maybe all of us thought, and I don't disagree with you guys on what maybe we thought, if we thought, you know what, maybe we should do in the offseason two retalkables a month and just make that an every other Friday thing. I think maybe not. So point taken. Buckeye fly effect, alternate histories. Steven, just right, do fewer, do more. What do you think one? Do fewer after I heard the voting on the other one? What do you think, Nathan? Well, actually, I think I would still say this is the one that maybe they said do more because it's not just it's not just history for history's sake. It's much more creative than that. And it, it's presenting something that isn't out there otherwise. Somebody can go watch a that game from the 30s if they want to. But we are kind of like vividly recreating a, an alternate reality when we do a Buckeye fly effect. Just right, 47%. Do fewer episodes like that, 34. Do more, 18. So um, similar to Retalkables, couple things on Buckeye Fly. Uh, this is from the 205. I'm with Nathan. We should go with Buckerfly effect. So that's something to keep in mind. We also had uh, some nice things. That, the, the, that 205 texture said the show has a – Dan Lebetard show feel to it. Um, but I'd say a b- better blend of intelligence and humor. That's a high compliment to me. Cause there was a time when I listened to a lot of Dan Lebetard and like the sort of the free flowing fun nature with also some smart takes. Um, I really like that show. So that's a high compliment, but Buckerfly is something uh, to keep in mind there. Uh, a couple does, other Buckeyes. Does this mean that eventually your dad's going to come join you on Buckeye talk? <laughs> oh no, that would be, I, I am very, I don't talk about navel gazing. The amount of people who put their families, and I, I say this after I just had my daughter on, but I had yeah. my daughter on for six minutes. 
like Bill Simmons gave his daughter like her own podcast. Bill Simmons has his son on for 20 minute segments and Dan Levitard like made his dad famous. I just generally believe that nobody thinks your own family is as interesting as you do. So um, very, very little Bennett will be on eventually. If you don't know what to get him for his 13th birthday, you listen close. Yeah. You listen close. You may be able to hear him at any point during any of these podcasts we do for, from now on in. Uh, this is a good coming on the pod. Who's not coming on. My family's not coming on this podcast. No, but your dad, didn't we try to have your dad on the one time when you were right? We wanted him to come on and celebrate Stephen Means hitting his prediction, correct? So like I said, my family's not coming <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the one invite. time when we're in Bloomington. <laughs> Open invite. Open invite. <laughs> um, from the 614, one topic for a Buckeye fly or whatever you call it. <laughs> I thought whatever you people call it. What if Brian Hartline had never come to Ohio state as a player from the six one four? I thought that was like an interesting one. We can put that on the list. I responded to that person and said, you could even take it. What if urban Meyer had never hired Zach Smith? Oh yeah. That's interesting. Cause it, it is one of those like things 10 different people where like the thing that seemed bad, that's a thing that happens at Ohio state. Like the thing that seems terrible sort of has like a great outcome. That it's lining. Yeah. the whole Zach Smith brouhaha leads to like an early promotion of Brian Hartline. And what does that mean? This is an interesting one from the 219. And I will say I am very intrigued by this. I love alternate histories. And I am currently I was going to say this for what you're watching, what you eat, Nathan. And maybe we'll do one more of those before we get to the season. But I'm like all in on this for all mankind show that's on Apple that's been out since 2019, but I just started watching it. It's like this complete alternate history of the space race. I love alternate histories. I love writing alternate histories. And so this person, I think, wants us to lean into Buckeye Fly Effect a little bit more Two one from the 210. Hey, guys, I love the show. I'm one of the psychos who listens to every single episode in its entirety. My only gripe, and it's a small one, is with the Buckeye Fly episodes. They are really cool, but I'm often just the slightest bit disappointed. Instead of the A leads to B leads to C leads to D model, they seem to go A leads to B, C leads to D with several like separate causes and effects. I think the informed fantasy is some of the best stuff you guys do on the show. And I personally would like to see an episode that starts with CJ Stroud not committing to Ohio State and ends up with Lincoln Riley taking the Clemson job or something crazy like that. And I, and I think that is an interesting point that a lot of times we separate. It's like, well, what if would, would CJ Stroud have won the Heisman? Who would the quarterback be? But we don't create a complete separate alternate reality. And for instance, on this show, they have created a complete separate alternate reality that they don't back away from. And Nathan, I think we could lean into that a little bit more on Buckeye Fly. We could do like an Orson Welles War of the Worlds kind of broadcast where we're just doing what or would be like, this is, you know, here's what we, here's our a Buckeye Talk classic episode from whatever night C.J. Stroud made his actual college choice, except we just change it and make it, we're reacting to him picking uh, USC. And then a few months later, we do, you know, next, next right. ad break is like, oh, here's our clip from whatever date where we're talking about the next thing that that would have led to. And we talk about it that way, rather than analyzing facts, we kind of create alternate facts. I like this idea a lot, actually. I think this is going to be a it, lot of fun. Let me tell you what, it, 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 they're almost asking us to not only just look at it from the Ohio State lens. Yeah. It's just like, 
Because if he if CJ Stroud doesn't come here, that changes college football. Not just for Ohio State, that changes things for everybody. And so that would I'm into that. Especially, I'm a Marvel guy, and right now they're doing like the whole uh, multiverse thing, and that's what they're asking us to do here. It's like, right. um, if you guys watch Loki, the last episode, you know, so, um, the girl Loki stabs um, um, Kang in the, in the heart. Alert. And all of a sudden, Wait. man, it's Wait. been out for like a month and a half. It's been out for a year and a half. Get over is it. One of those and people, all of a Natalie sudden, Portman, is Natalie Portman stabbed? No, don't tell me. Don't tell me. I don't know. No, I'm not okay, I like her. I'm just gonna, the whole point of the matter is, as soon as she does it, you go from seeing this straight timeline where everything is in order, and now it's just complete chaos. I do think that, so. For instance, if we did, hey, we're back on Buckeye Talk again, talking about Ohio State, just announcing Luke Fickle as the permanent successor to Urban Meyer, and then we do that for 15 minutes, and then we come back and we say, back on Buckeye Talk, we need to talk about Ryan Day. Just won his first Super Bowl with the Green Bay Packers as the head coach of the Packers. Nathan, was it a mistake for Ohio State not to hire Ryan Day? And then for 15 minutes later, we come back and say, back on Buckeye Talk, talk about Kerry Combs leading the Cincinnati Bearcats to the playoff. What do you think that, right? That's what you're talking about, Nathan. That's what you're talking Mm -hmm. about, Stephen, where it's like, we are Mm -hmm. leaned so far in. And I do think every time we came back from a break for the next domino, I think I think there would be some anticipation to that. And we could even come up with, here's the thing that changed. And then maybe we each do one more thing off of that, that you get to introduce the thing, right? Here's what, what, what it would have led to, right? That, and here we are, we're back on Buckeye Talk. Justin Fields has led Penn State to a national championship. He transferred there from Georgia because they hired Luke Fickle. They didn't hire Ryan Day. Justin Fields was looking to leave. He went back to the school he originally committed to. James, right? I mean, I think, ooh, I'm getting tingly. I love this. And like you're saying, Stephen, you love that kind of thing. But it has to be smartly executed in a way. And that's what I love about this For All Mankind show, which again, came out in 2019. I'm late to the party on this. But it's a complete alternate reality. But every piece, Stephen, of the alternate reality make sense in this alternate world. It's not a stretch in that world. Okay. Can we do this now? I know. Can I we just, I, 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 I want to make Joe Moorhead, the coach of Penn state. So Justin goes transfers there. I mean, it's like, well, it's like, it's like, it's like, all right, whatever. We're going to do this podcast. Like, Hey, you guys like us pretty much. We're trying to do better. Okay. When we come back, <laughs> what if Justin Fields transferred to Penn state? People are like, yes, yeah, stop talking about yourselves. You self indulgent, indulgent blowhards. Can we talk about Justin Fields at Penn State? We'll get to that. Uh, What do you think of the recruiting coverage on Buckeye Talk? Is the amount that we do right now just right? Do they want more recruiting or do they want less recruiting? Steven, what do you think? This one's hard because I think it depends on the time time of year. Um, So I'll say just right, just because I think if it's during the season, probably you want less of it because you're focused on the right now. But if it's June, you probably want more of it because that's when things are hyped up. So I'll say just right. Nathan, what do you think on recruiting coverage i know i've been erroneously guessing more on every topic which obviously couldn't be true um but i'm gonna guess more again just because there are (laughs) such there is such a part of every fan base that is uh rabid when it comes to recruiting just right wins by the way i think maybe sometimes people think i'm eating and i'm just constantly coughing i can't stop coughing this is like my second round of coughing fever a six-week cough, and I can't shake. Just right, 53%. More, 37%. Less, 
only 10%. Uh, let me get this comment from the 513. I literally only have one complaint. It's the amount of recruiting coverage. I want more of it, a lot more. And then we also have this, which is, now I can't find it. Um, it was one that was like, listen, I barely have time to keep up with the guys on the team. I can't care that much about the guys who aren't on the team yet. So do less. So that's, that happens too. Steven, is there a way I'm trying to think, and I think you're right. And, and I'll get to this in a second. A lot of people did differentiate in season off season, which I think is, it's a different world, obviously. I don't know. Should we do, is there something that we should do during the season? Cause we're heading into the season where we do a 20 minute recruiting segment every Tuesday. You know what I mean? Like that there's a regular thing that if you're looking for the recruiting thing, we obviously cover commitments and news as it happens, but also we're going to give you a 20 minute recruiting roundup every blank. Do you think that would work? Yeah, I think we should dedicate maybe twice a week, like two 20 minute segments where we're just going to talk about recruiting. And one of them can, is pretty easy, especially since Ohio state's got a, a long list of big games and they've got eight home games. This can just be like, who's coming. Like that's always, people want to know who's going to be at the games. And then the other one can maybe be the reaction of that. Like, Hey, how did you, you know, it's like, I've got pretty solid relationships with some of these assistant coaches. Now it's like, how do they feel the weekend with, or just like what's going on around the country as well? Because people care about, you know, the teams that Ohio state's recruiting against just as much as they care about Ohio state's recruiting, because those are the guys who are impacting it the most. What you're watching, what you're eating, who's coming, Nathan, what yeah. do you think? Could we add a, add a somewhat a regular? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that would be good. Here's Steven means with guess who's coming to dinner. <laughs> it works. Ah. <laughs> uh, what do you think, Nathan? Like some kind of like regular thing? Because the one thing that a couple of people have asked for is like, just let us know what's up. So if it was like every Thursday, whatever else we're doing in the pod, we're going to do 20 minutes of recruiting as the middle segment. I think that would be a, a good one and, and have it be towards the end of the week. So it's almost like here's the potential recruiting impact of this game, because it especially would be useful when sometimes the impact of the game itself could be minimal. Like, okay, Akron, who cares? But here's who's going to be here this weekend. Here's why it matters. Here's where yep. the battle is at, at on these three guys and why it's huge that Ohio State is getting a visit this week and not so-and-so. Or, you know, they're getting – this is his third of three visits he was going to take and why it's important, that sort of thing. Uh, from the 513, I found that email, that, that text. I really enjoy the pod, but in the offseason, I tune out the recruiting talk. And then again, they said in the offseason, I just don't have time to care about potential Buckeyes until they're at least verbally committed. I'd love some more nonsense talk, especially in terms of more food brackets or even Disney park opinions. So again, that's one of those. Um, everybody kind of has their own their own deal of what they want to have more. But I do think a, a, a recruiting, a regular recruiting segment on a specific day, I think might go a long way. Nonsense. What do you think of the nonsense talk about food, TV, life, et cetera? How much of that do you want on Buckeye talk? Nonsense talk is just right. There's too little nonsense, ramp it up. There's too much nonsense, tone it down. Or the nonsense talk is fine, but make it clear, separate segments so I can tune out if I'm not in the mood. So that's sort of like a, a version of it's just right, but segmented. Nathan, what do you think one? I guess just right, probably one. I think this is going to be a polarizing one, maybe. Steven, what do you think one? 
less. They want less. Yeah. Yeah. This is again too. I think, I think we're surprised here. Nonsense is just right. 49%. The nonsense talk is fine, but seg- segment it 30%. So that's like 79% saying like it's the right amount. There's too little nonsense talk. I want more. 17%. There's too much nonsense talk. Tone it down. Only 5%. So I guess it's a reminder to ourselves. We don't have to be afraid of the nonsense. From the 614, I answered just right about the nonsense talk. You're essentially a daily podcast on one team with episodes generally over an hour. I need some nonsense mixed in. It's supposed to be fun. I don't think I could listen to it that often or that long without some fun. So I don't know. It does seem to be the one category where like, we've heard multiple times that we'd like a timestamp on it because it's like, then you can skip it yes. if you want to. It's the one, th- which makes sense. We're a college football podcast. And so the non-college football thing would be the thing that sometimes I'm with it. And sometimes I'm not. Yeah. So I do think, and I think maybe when we do rapid fires, maybe it can be like, we're going to do 10 football rapid fires. And then we're going to do five nonsense ones at the end. And if you want to stop, you can stop rather than sprinkling some, but sometimes i like the sprinkle because it just breaks up the football. So I don't know. We won't make any promises on it, but if people had said, cram it with the nonsense for real, this is football. What are you doing? We would have been open to that. We would have been here for that. And that's not what they said, Nathan. I, I think there have to be, though, even if you want to segment the nonsense, there has to be room for tangents. That's where we get. Yes. Um, you know, what do you call uh, the thing where you make pickles? And then because of that, today, I'm like having a, a trading text with somebody who's uh, showing me the pickles that they just made. So, like, I think you got to have room for that. Yeah, pickle nonsense will always have a space. I'm not going to talk. We'll always have a home here. But I think you're right. Like, I don't I don't I don't think I guess we don't need to be afraid of that. We don't need to be afraid of like people are are their heads are exploding when we do that kind of thing. Let's run through some other comments because the next area coming, coming up, up is whether people want more guests or not. And that's like another very specific kind of thing. Let's talk about um, some other things. I'll just run through some, some comments here. I'm obviously just a fan, but expanding your crew and creating an additional podcast a week for recruiting would be great. And this is from the 513, and they're just for people who want us to hire Burm. <laughs> like, it's like, I love you guys, but also more recruiting. So like, I, don't, I don't think we're going to hire. Like, We're not going to add an additional recruiting person because like steven you do a lot of recruiting but you don't sort of have the luxury of doing only recruiting that you are recruiting and basketball and football so uh, we're just not at a spot to like just have like a full 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 time recruiting person so um but that is another vote for like a little more recruiting and i also think maybe now but you guys do do the recruiting pod in the off season that's kind of been a thing that it's like you know, if we have a segment during the year and then we do maybe one recruiting pot a week, most of the time in the off season, I do think um, that's it's not our fault that Letterman Road's like crew blew up. OK, <laughs> like... no, I know. It's like it's nice. I mean, people just want us to add. I mean, you know, and, and I don't know. I mean, Cleveland.com, you know, we're always looking for stuff, but I just I don't think we're we're there right now. We're healthy. We're good. But that's probably not going to happen. Nathan, I thought this was interesting from the 614. I think the mix of show types and nonsense has been pretty good. Um, but the biggest thing I'd love to see you guys add is a film slash got to watch the tape style segment once a week during the oh. season, maybe with a guest or a former player. So got to watch the tape is a show that I do on the Browns feed. Uh, 
that we always would have a film guy and we'd have like a stats guy and we'd kind of break stuff down like that. We don't currently do that from the 801. Um, I would listen more if the episodes were shorter. Um, and the other thing is they kind of want some more film stuff as well. So it's like, there's just some other stuff of, um, I don't, I don't know, Nathan, I'm open to that. I don't, no, like we have an outside film person that comes on. Got to watch the tape. He's a high school coaching, former high school coach in Cleveland. I think Nathan, if we wanted that, we could ask about having him do that with Ohio state. Would it be a worthwhile expenditure of our resources and our time to have that kind of film breakdown about the Buckeyes? Nathan first, what do you think? I think it would help. Um, there are definitely people who study football even more than we do, obviously, and could talk about it with a level of expertise that would be helpful for both our audience and probably even ourselves. Um, I do think that I, I don't know how much chalk talk translates in a non-visual format. Like, is there there could be a, a better way to do that? I don't know, but but I think it w- I think it would be useful. Stephen, what do you think? You were nodding, right? I would love it. I I, I think that in sports journalism in general, in general, I think there's always room to talk about the game. And I don't think in any sport it gets done enough, especially with football, because it's not as many games to talk about. But I would love it, especially with this quarterback and the way yeah. he likes to break it down. Um, I would love it. I'm all on board with doing something like that. I, I loved it when you and Ellis and Scott did that pod because it just, I mean, what I mean, it's football. It's like breaking down football and making it easy for a consumer to understand what's going on out there other than like, oh, CJ just threw a 40-yard touchdown. It's like, okay, why did he throw a 40-yard touchdown? And I think a lot of it is someone breaks down the film, does a post on the site that explains it, mm-hmm. and then we almost sort of end up talking about what they wrote. And yeah. then, so it doesn't, and Nathan, I think you make a good point. It's like, we're going to break down film on a, on an audio medium. How exactly does that work? But if you do it in a visual way first, and then you talk about it, it's a, it's a thing that, that brings some people in on the podcast. And then you can also point people to the story. If they want to go look at that, where there might be film or still shots and cutups and that kind of thing. So I think we could probably have a chance of making that happen. And again, the point is to not try to turn us into film experts, especially during the season. That's not the intention here, but to have an outside film person who would come on with us. And then we could talk about their film breakdown with them. I think, I think there might be, I think there might be something there. This is another area that could be an addition, a segment from the six one four. I sent this idea a couple of weeks back, but how about a know thy enemy once a month recap or update on Michigan recruits, players in season, comparing it to OSU and the big 10 or whatever. You could interview a Michigan guy for further insight, an M live guy. We had, you know, back in, we've had a version of like weekly Wolverine watch and sort of keeping our eyes. Like we've done some things like that on the site at times. I don't know. It, I, all of a sudden, like, hey, Michigan beat Ohio State and made the playoff. I, frankly, you have more reason to know thy enemy. Yeah. Knowing it's like, hey, you better keep an eye on your enemy before Ohio State beats them by 40 is a little less compelling. Um, I think, Stephen, there might be room for this again. 
I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it has to be every week, but it is something maybe like when we're checking in on Monday or on Tuesday, sort of in the aftermath to do 10 minutes on what happened with Michigan and what we think that means for the Ohio state Michigan game, Steven, maybe worthwhile. I think so. Um, the recruiting. Yes, definitely. Even though Michigan is just like completely dropping the ball on the recruiting trail right now. But yeah, I think it'd be worth coming out of a weekend and saying, you know, this is what Michigan did well. This is what they didn't do well. This is what might hurt Ohio State down the line, especially once we get to the season. I think that stuff is worth it, even if it is only 10 minutes. I don't think we need to dedicate a full pod to it, but I think it's worth mentioning. It's no different than, I think, because we had Woodley Wolverine watch, and then obviously we did Clemson-Bama watch in 2020 right. when they ended up playing both. I think it's worth you know paying attention to the teams who might be at Ohio State's way. So – we again, we've done Nathan versions of that on the site. Do you think it's a worthwhile endeavor on the pod to touch on that on a somewhat regular basis? Has Michigan risen to that level because they won last year? Yeah, I'm trying to remember how much time we spent on an average Monday Madness talking about Michigan. We did, I'm sure, more during Big Ten season when there were actual um, results that were starting to affect things, they were winning games. And they hadn't gotten tripped up uh, until the Michigan State game. So I think that it will probably be just naturally a program that on Monday Madness, we probably touch on more maybe than we did last year, just because of what happened last year. They are more present. I mean, we had basically that weekly Wolverine watch was sort of a staple for a long time. Right. And then it got to the point where we didn't think people cared that much. And we sort of backed off of it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We backed off of it and had Steven doing something else instead of, of compiling that. So now I think the Wolverines are being watched a little more closely again, obviously. Yeah, I think it's, and again, in the, in the name of segmenting, it, it might be worth trying to do it on a somewhat regular basis. And when we do it saying, okay, now we're going to talk about Michigan for 10 or 15 minutes and what it means for the Ohio State Michigan game. Note taken, I wrote it down. Uh, this is one I forgot earlier about doing less from the 210. One thought I've had before, I love how hard you all work for the daily pods. That's a lot. But sometimes it waters it down for me. For example, I've listened since it was since the start with Ari and Bill and Doug from day one. That being said, when Ari and Bill do their weekly pod, it's almost like something new since it's not every day. New things can be interesting. So maybe do less. Take the feedback from the survey and just do three a week so they feel more like must listens. That's the thing, Stephen. Is like you want to be a must listen. Like, oh my mm-hmm. god, I gotta listen to Buckeye talk. But you know, sometimes too much of a good thing does. I water it down is an interesting phrase. And again, it's it's you know, obviously, people didn't actually people didn't bring it up as much as I thought some people might because obviously we know there are people who listen to this podcast and then also listen to Bill and Ari's podcast uh, at the Athletic and enjoy both. But it's like such a different mission at this point that they are like once a week or however often they are, maybe twice a week. I don't want to get that wrong, but they're not trying to do five days a week. And just like right. Steven, like trying to do five days a week, I, not to be and, and their podcast is very good. Not to be like a like a jackhole about it. I, if we did one Buckeye talk a week. It would be awesome every week. Like not to be like if we just thought the most interesting thing to talk about in the most interesting, sophisticated, entertaining, fan involved, creative way, like, you know, but that's not what we're doing. 
anymore. Yeah. We're trying to do that five days a week, but anything you do five times, you're not going to do as well as you do it once. So it's just another, we already sort of had that conversation, Stephen, but you know, I thought it was worth rereading that again. Yeah. I think it's easy to say we should scale back in the off season, especially right now when it feels like every fourth pod is NIL talk, which I think people are kind of getting sick of just as much as we're getting sick of talking about it. And you can hear it in our tone sometimes where it's like, like I think we did a pod and we just kind of mentioned at the end, CJ Stroud got a car. Whoop de doo. Right. And it's uh, our, our listeners probably feel the exact same way. And we're, you know, we're voicing that, that sentiment during the season. It's necessary. I think because it's like, okay, we got, we talked today and some assistants and players. Hey, we talked to players today. Hey, we're breaking down the game that's about to come up. Hey, we're reacting to that game. And then we have Monday Madness. It makes more sense during the regular season, but I get it if you want to tune out in April when it's like, all right, we talked to linebackers and running backs today and we don't talk to anybody again until next week. And in the meantime, you know, the only thing in the news about college football is realignment and who got the nicest luxury car. I get that. I do think it's also a point that we think we all realize from the 302. Thank you for sending the feedback. Much respect for that. I do think in-season versus off-season listening habits differ for a lot of us, Nathan, right? That it's a, it's almost, Nathan, like I could have done two separate surveys. Yeah. Like what do you do during the season and what do you, you do out of the season? I will say we have access to our numbers. So, you know, I'm not saying, I don't know that it's the end-all be-all, but we have like unique listens and number of downloads and that kind of thing. And it's more during the season, but it's not nothing during the off season. Like if we were like, oh my God, our audience gets cut in half in the off season, we probably would do three a week, but it's not. So I do think, but I do think maybe Nathan, it's just a reminder to us of like, you know what? I'm, I'm really trying to do five a week. Like it really sort of like, it's like a sticks in my craw a little bit. If we somehow don't get a fifth one in during a week, because I just feel like that's what we tell people we're going to do. And then that's what we're going to do. And maybe we can back off a little bit of that in the offseason, which I think is we're getting a slight vibe of that, Nathan, which is interesting to hear. Yeah, it, I just I think you're right, though. I think there probably are people who stop listening in January and maybe come check back if they think there's going to be an emergency pod about, you know, say USC and UCLA joining the Big Ten or whatever or, or big commitments or whatever and catch back up with this in August. So I, I hear what they're saying. I do think, though, that. A lot of the things that people that you've asked people about in this, whether it's Buckeye fly effect or the, uh, the retalkables or the drafts or all those things are with the monotony of this in mind. Right. It's yeah. that's it's the point is like we're trying to come up with just, you know, creative angles to, again, have this be a product that if you tune in every day, you're maybe getting surprised by something. This is one that we talked about the other day from the 440 a where are they now podcast of former players and recruiting misses would be fun. So I do think every now and then I think to check in, I, I especially think sometimes the guys like the could have been Buckeyes can be really interesting. And not that you have to do that every week or every month, but every now and then it's like, Hey, like Jordan battle. Well, he's like the best safety in the country and he's really good, you know, but and even some, some less obvious guys, I do think that could be an interesting podcast topic um, at certain times. I think it, you know, it could be something we put on our list. This is one that, and I didn't, I actually wanted to talk about this earlier. I'm not trying to bury this. I'll put this in the segment. What time is it? This is like an hour and five minutes in. I'm not running from this. I think we need to have this conversation. 
from the 513. I filled out the survey. I love Buckeye Talk and I listen to it every day at work. But for the last year or so, I've been dismayed by how negative the coverage is. I find myself turning off the podcast because of the constant negativity. I'm not saying you have to be fanboys, but I'm not listening to hear the constant rundown of my team. Be fair, be honest. But there are times listening to the pod, I wonder why the Buckeyes should even take the field. If the constant negativity continues, I will stop listening and I don't want that. Thanks for listening from the 513. Nathan, what's your reaction to that text? You know, I guess it's something to be mindful of in terms of tone, uh, but I I don't feel like we're unfair in terms of message and in terms of the analysis that we're trying to do. I will say I hear it. I hear it. I'm, I'm, I'm not at all dismissing it. I, I understand, I think, why some people, and it's not the first time that we've heard that. I understand why some people think that can can feel that. And I think it is more sort of vibe because Steven, I think sometimes the thing that happens is we'll be like at the beginning of the season, we'll be like, Oh, we all think Ohio state's going to win the national championship. And then for like three months, we sort of nitpick things and we say, well, like, why did they hire Corey Dennis? Or like, Oh, why their cornerback under the umbrella of, we think they're the best team in the country. Or under the umbrella of, uh, we all think they're going to go 12 and 0 or 11 and 1. Or under the umbrella of, we all pick them to win every week. Not because we're trying to impress people, but it's because what we think. And I think there can be a situation where we take the success for granted, almost like, well, of course they're good. You guys know they're good. And like, you know, we think they're good. We all picked them. Didn't we all pick them to make the national championship game last year? I think we all we all picked them to make the playoffs. Play sure. We all Play picked them to be yeah. the two seed. Yeah. So like we all did that. And then it's like, well, this, well, that. And I think, Stephen, maybe there's a way where as we're talking about things, um, if we believe there's something they can be better at, we can reinforce that we also believe they're going to make the playoff. Or we also like rather than because if we think it's something that's going to trip them up, we say that, hey, we think this might cost them a game. Hey, yeah. we think they're going to have trouble against this opponent because of this area. We think this is a long-term issue for the program because of this hire or whatever. But if it's something that we just think they can do better, but we actually don't think it's going to like prevent them from reaching their goals, maybe we can state that more. I do think it's more perhaps tonal than what we think. Although, and I'll let you answer in a, Steve, uh, in a second, Stephen. I just want to say, I wanted to make sure, just in case anybody was wondering, we have a thing later in the survey about like, if you think we know what we're talking about from the 330, I gave a nine on knowing what you're talking about, but I wanted to make it known that Doug pulled it down for his nine and three. <laughs> so I just wanted to make sure that we, no one thinks that we would get through a podcast without mentioning that. So Stephen, what do you think of, of this discussion of, of negativity? I think it's hard because Ohio State is the kid who gets 4.0. So the moment he brings home a B, you're like, oh, my God, the world is falling apart. When that's not – he's got a B. I do think – so back to the talking about the game discussion, I think that's where this can be inserted, especially because there's going to be some weeks this year where we're inevitably going to go, oh, none of this matters. This team stinks. Ohio State's going to win by 40. And then if that doesn't happen, a.k.a. the Nebraska game last year – we're all going to be going, what the heck is going on with this team? When I think instead of focusing so much on, you know, 
yes, we have to worry about the score, but also if we use those moments to talk about individual things in the game we're interested in talking about and interested in watching, regardless of how the score plays out, I think that can supplement that a little bit and take it from sometimes it's like, I don't want to say negative, but just kind of dismissive way that we talk about things in certain weeks because we know how State's going to win regardless. But I think the other thing that makes it difficult, though, is um, getting all A's and bringing home one B isn't a catastrophe unless you have to be perfect to graduate. Unless you have to, unless, unless you're only straight to be A's gets, or yeah. unless you're trying to be a valedictorian. And that's what I think that the Ohio State fan base expects the analysis of this program to be. So I hear what they're saying, and I, I think it's worth a conversation. But I also think that when we do nitpick, as you were saying, Doug, it's usually, um, okay, that was good enough today. Is it good enough against Alabama? Is it good enough against whoever? Which I do think is, I think I've like tried to cover this team that way since I got here. Mm-hmm. Because it just doesn't make sense to me any other way. To just be like, hey, they beat Rutgers. It was great. And it's like, well, yeah. But, and, so, and I've heard that criticism by, from some critique long before Buckeye talk. It works both that, ways, I think, is what it yeah. is. Because like there are things that like, okay, you got away with this against Rutgers, but that means it's going to work against Alabama. But then there are also things that worked against Rutgers that are also going to work against Bama right. because this is just something Ohio State's elite at. While also Alabama might have some flaws. Now, because we don't watch Alabama, we don't know that. No, so that, like, like, like Alabama's offensive line was not very good last year. And it, who knows? It might not be good this year. So it's like Ohio State's like defensive line isn't, you know, getting 10 sacks in a game or not getting six, four or five sacks in a game. And like, OK, what happens when they play Bama? They might go out there and do exactly what they're doing against this team and just get a bunch of pressure and no sacks. And I do think that's like the sign of if you are covering a team well, you know, its flaws better than anybody. Everybody yeah. knows it's easy to say Ohio State's good. But we know the team so intimately, we can see this or that or this that maybe will be an issue. Frankly, probably not. But maybe. But point taken. I don't think we're disputing it. And I do think uh, there's something to the tone that maybe we can be aware of. And we don't have to blow smoke unless we have a segment called Blowing Smoke, which, frankly, after after postgame pod would be a terrible thing. Jim Knowles would love that. Like blow smoke. It's like, I don't also want to end up with every podcast. It's like, all right, welcome back to Buckeye Talk. This is the first of nine segments. This segment will be about this. This is the name of the segment. And we will only talk about this. We're not going to do that. But like we could structure the postgame pod a little bit where we all blow smoke and we talk about the thing they did great. Then we all say like, there's like a, will that beat Bama segment where it's like, okay, that's the thing that maybe was good, but I'm not sure if it beats Bama. You know, I mean, maybe there's a way to do it. So we'll keep it in mind. I'm going to write down blow smoke. Blow smoke. Fuck I talk. Uh, from the 330, this is a point. This is a point that I, I am taking. I probably listened to 990 of the thousand episodes. I'm a huge fan of the show and everyone does a great job. Um, one of the things, uh, let's see, my only critique in season, some of us like to hear about the matchups and the opposing team, even if Ohio State mm-hmm. is supposed to destroy them. So a little less of, quote, we're going to blow them out, so who cares? And a little more of, quote, their projected starters are XYZ, and here's how we think they'll attack us. Overall, great podcast and really enjoy the football talk. Nathan, I am as, I'm as guilty. I'm more guilty of that than anybody. I mean, I've done, you know, one time when Landis was here, 
we were doing like game, like five things to know about the opponent. And he did like just five pictures of the Hawaiian islands when they were playing Hawaii. It's like, we're not going to talk about Hawaii. I'm the one who comes on here and proudly <laughs> says before I was doing the national show and I had to get more educated. It's like, I don't know anybody on the other teams. I don't cover the other teams when the other team is favored, you know, is, is less than a 34 point underdog. Maybe I'll learn who your best linebacker is, but I'm not going to do it. And I I'm sure that's driven some people crazy. Nathan, is it worth doing at least a little bit of here's the good players on the other team. Here's what they do best. Even if Ohio state's favored by 42. No, not <laughs> if Ohio state's not if Ohio state's favored by 42, but in the games that matter. Yes. Not Toledo. What about Rutgers? No, I think there's value in it. I think there's, well, I think there's limited value against Akron. I think there's more value in a, a what's going to be a lopsided game, even within the big 10, because we can explore um, every, as we've seen every big 10 underdog once a generation usually gets its moment against Ohio state. So I think if you always look at it through that lens of like, okay, we don't really need to talk too much about the fact that Rutgers was a 52 point underdog coming into this game, but the discussion maybe is more, can, can it ever change? I wish we already do that. But even in the short term, is there a roster here that gets anywhere near threatening Ohio State? I think there's room for a conversation for like, even if you don't think it happens, here's how it could happen. Right? Because, like, yes, Purdue is like, it's like, why did Purdue beat Ohio State? If Like, I don't know. I obviously wasn't listening back then, but there was probably a part now where you went, if Purdue's going to beat Ohio State, it's going to look like this. Rondell Moore is going to do X, Y, and Z. If I was going to beat Ohio State, it's going to look like this. If Oregon's going to beat Ohio State, it's going to look like this. Even in a game like Arkansas State, we all know they're not beating Ohio State. But at some point in the game, they're going to have a drive, a quality drive, because they've got decent players, even if they're not power five players. Here's what that drive might look like. And is this something that Alabama can look at on film or Georgia or Clemson or somebody or Oklahoma or USC can look at on film and the, and the, when we get to the playoff and use this and go, oh, we can do that exact same thing, but we can also do it more often because we have the players to do it more often. I hear what you're saying. I just think like in the, in the Purdue case, for example, they, the only way Purdue was going to beat Ohio State was because it had Rondell Moore. So I think the way the Buckeye talk to me is a podcast on why isn't Rondell Moore at Ohio State? I do think, and again, I think this is good about us, that we are always applying what happens to what might happen next. But I also think what we're hearing a little bit is, listen, it's just a game on Saturday. I'm an Ohio State fan. I'm going to watch this game. I don't know what it means for the playoff. But when I watch this game, tell me, they're playing Purdue, tell me how good David Bell is. Do seven minutes on David Bell and why he's so good, what he's done. And so when I'm watching the game, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's that receiver Buckeye talk was talking about. Or give me seven minutes on Micah McFadden. It's like, yeah, that Indiana linebacker. And I, and I think maybe there's some value for the game's sake. We can really be, and again, this is, uh, this is me and all of us, but like I, this, I do this all the time. I do think, Nathan, we can be really dismissive of a 28 point underdog sure. where, where, but where people who are listening to this podcast are going to invest three and a half hours of their Saturday and watching that game. Right. So I think we can inform their watching of that game in a way that there's value to that for that experience alone. Fair. Yeah. Okay. So we'll write that down. I wrote that down. 
Uh, this is I for, I couldn't find this before. It's Troy from Atlanta from the four seven zero. As far as listening happens from January to July, I listen to one or two episodes a week. If special news comes out like USC and UCLA, then I listen to every podcast starting with camp and especially during the season. I listen to almost every episode. So that should have been a two part question: How much do you listen during the off season, and how much do you listen during the season? Keep up the good work, Troy from Atlanta. I just couldn't find that before. I was sort of talking about that, but Troy is sort of the person who put that in my head. This is an idea that Nathan can apply from the 419. Maybe you responded to this, Nathan. Make market down Monday into basically a game show with a point system. And after the season, there's some kind of reward or consequence. What do you think of that? Well, there was already a consequence to last year in that I had to waste the better part of last week going back in and, and doing the podcast. So that the, I was the one who, who bore the consequence last week. I think that's interesting. I don't know how we would weight the questions if we just make it a pure win-loss, success rate type of thing, but uh, I'm all for it. Yeah, I do think people like to know who won predictions and then they want like green slime dumped on your head. There's a generation of people who have grew up with green slime being dumped on people's heads and they want to see that. And again, I would be in favor of that. Uh, Let's see. This is just someone going back in the old days. Buckeye Talk, this is from the 614. Buckeye Talk has done a great job of enhancing their product. Um, maybe you miss the two episodes of weekdays, but it's truly something that I love listening to. You guys adapted on the fly and quickly when the pandemic hit and Buckeye Talk and the nonsense fun that comes with it uh, were huge during my morning runs during those days and still are, but that was a weird time. You get it. I'm quite familiar with the McDonald's parking lot episodes. You've come a long way, baby. I do think, Nathan, there was a time when I almost took, before you guys got here, when I almost took pride in like our lack of professionalism. Mm-hmm. And it was like, hey, we don't even have a microphone. We're sitting in the McDonald's parking lot and we're shoving French fries in our face and we're talking about football. And I do think we've graduated from that. It's like, we can't pretend that we're not like a professional podcast. We do five days a week, 52 weeks a year. We have thousands and thousands of people who listen every episode. It's a huge part of our job. And so I think- there was a time early on when it was like we were like a garage band and sort of now we signed to a bigger label and we can't pretend we're a garage band anymore. So I think we've, we do a better job of not, not taking pride in having weird, weird, random, like audio failures. Right. It's sort of like our approach to video has changed a little bit because everybody used to have like a little iPhone video set up. But now there's people who like bring legitimate video equipment and do the press conferences with that. And I think our little iPhones look pretty crappy next to that and people weren't watching them. So we've kind of shuffled that off. And I think you're right that if we're going to ask people to do this, tune in every day, uh, the least we could do is, you know, have microphones like what we have. Um, It's interesting that you guys used to sit in a parking lot with like the car off. Or like you weren't driving. Like I used to do them. Mike Carmen and I on the on the Purdue beat, we would like we recorded some like as the car was driving after a game, like heading back to Omaha from Lincoln or whatever. Yeah, we, we did that once I think in 2019 when we were on the driving road. on the road, which was when we were in Omaha at that. But no, I I, I think I think we have professional resources. Yeah, they sent us a microphone. Pro- yeah, I wouldn't say we're a professional podcast because we still act like idiots sometimes on here. But I do think it's we're easier to hear. I yes. hope our I hope our audio quality is pretty solid. It's not perfect. It's not perfect. I frankly have been having some cord issues. Um, I might just have to go buy a new cord. But I that's that's come a long way. And and I noticed it. Um, it's funny. And again, this is like pandemic. The pandemic changed everything. 
someone was talking about this from the five, no, from the seven four zero. I really love the episodes that have been about the games this year with the sports writer from the opposing team, except the Toledo one that sounded like Doug had them down the hallway. LOL. <laughs> thanks, Brian. And what that was is that Kyle Rowland and Dave Briggs were in my office. They were here live and we were around one microphone and it was really difficult. And it like sounded worse in person. We're all so used to the Zoom world now, Nathan, that it's like, oh, no, I don't want them in the same room. I didn't know what to do. I was begging Briggs to lean in. He's 6'6". It's like, can you lean lean towards the microphone? But like, I thought that was funny that like someone noticed, and I noticed it too. I didn't know what else to do. But like someone noticed that not great audio quality of three people in a room. When Nathan, we used to do every podcast in person. We used to be like sitting on the floor of the Woody with a microphone on a folding chair trying to do a podcast. And now it's like, oh, no, just go home and do it on Zoom. No, I remember doing one of those in my early days here. Uh, That was one of my favorite podcasts that I listened to, actually, uh, while I was out on break, because it proved that Kyle Rowland does not leave Toledo except to play golf. If anyone didn't know that before, I was glad that they learned it from that because it was like hey do you guys want to do a podcast and they were like we're going to be in columbus on a golf boondoggle anyway how about we come to your house and i was like great so they just came over um and by the way i do think that i've gotten pretty decent feedback on those podcasts and another one's coming on indiana on thursday that'll be the 10th game of the season we have maryland and michigan left i'm considering smushing together indiana and and maryland because their games 10 and 11 and I just don't know how much people care about Indiana and Maryland football, but I had the Indiana conversation with your old buddy, Zach Osterman, Nathan, and he was interesting enough that I think it can stand on its own. So it probably will be separate, but anyway, I've gotten pretty good feedback on those. If you look at the numbers for those podcasts, they're not spectacular. They're not as good as rapid fire ones, right? But they're not awful, but I am a little surprised, Steven. There's part of me that it's like people can't, I had the Arkansas state guy on for an hour. I had the Iowa guy on for an hour. And part of me is like, this is too much. People don't care about it this much. But actually, it seems like they do care because they're going to be on the field for three and a half hours against the team that people love, which I do think informs the previous conversation we had about maybe talk about the opponents a little bit more. I'm interested to see how those pods do the week of those games, especially the Arkansas State one, because you can always go back to it. It's not like you have it's live where if you didn't listen to it live, you didn't miss it. I would be. I can't wait to move from here. I just can't. I can't wait. I genuinely cannot wait. They're like sweeping the street and doing something right outside my window. That's, so that's why it's unusually louder today than usual. But yeah, I would wonder what those numbers look like Monday of the Arkansas State game. You might get a yeah. bump there. And then, of course, we'll come back with our own thing on Thursday. So, I mean, it's one of those things, Nathan, where like I'm always thinking about do people care? Do people care about the thing that we're talking about today? And sometimes I think, well, I'm not sure I would care. But it's information. And that is, we have some questions later about like, do you listen to this for information or do you listen to it for entertainment? But I guess it's a reminder that information is good because most of the people listening to this podcast don't know much about Iowa right now. And they don't know much about Rutgers and they don't know much about Arkansas State. And so if you give them something that maybe they're not getting a lot of other places, there's value in that. By the way, neither do we. We don't know a lot about Arkansas State. Oh, that's, that's why, why we have these guys on here to kind of Those get us people. started and give us a foundation of what to know for that game. Fighting right. Red Wolves, baby. Uh, stars of the game. This is an idea. 
from the 419, I like the idea of stars of the game, just a snort, short snippet of stats. That's S-H-S-N-S-T. A short snippet of stats might be a nice inclusion to shine a little light on these guys busting their butts and maybe not being as noticeable. For instance, if Denzel Burke has three pass breakups or Ronnie Hickman has 10 quiet tackles, I like that kind of talk a lot and it doesn't take too much time. It might be like another, so we do blow smoke. We do, does that beat Bama? And we do like under our underrated guy of the game or something, right? That I do, I do think a little specificity. The one thing is there are times when we do like a lot of questions in the post game pod. And then sometimes it's a little too nuts and we have to sort of do the questions later. And then we're just talking about the game. I think it might help structure the game and just highlight people again because people watch the game for three and a half hours. They might not know every stat. We get a stat sheet. Hey, you know, Cody Simon had 11 tackles. Like, let's talk about that for 45 seconds. I, I thought it was, Nathan, like a good note. I'll add it to the list, right? We can think about that. Yeah, I know you joke about our lack of preparation sometimes. It's not as bad as people think because even if we don't share a plan, whoever is like running the podcast typically has a plan. But the post-game ones are the most unhinged. They are usually the most just almost like stream of consciousness. Yeah, it's definitely finish writing, get home, and let's just pod whatever happens. Just go with the vibes. Yeah, it's like it's one of those things. And again, there are people who like structure and there are people who don't like structure. So we'll try to please everybody from the 740. I've been listening to the show pretty much from its beginning. I've always enjoyed it. I think the current version is the best, more diverse opinions, and especially Nathan's experience brings more balance to the show. Um, That being said, uh, I enjoy the nonsense a lot. We need to smile once in a while and laugh at ourselves and each other. Thanks for getting me through COVID isolation and two bouts with prostate cancer. And that's the kind of stuff that it's like, it's an honor to be in people's lives. So we've had a little bit of that. Uh, in the past where if you're having a health scare or a tough time in your life and like 45 minutes or an hour, who am I kidding? An hour and 15 minutes of Buckeye talk can (laughs) help you get through your day. I mean, you know, what we do is doesn't matter that much. There are people who are out there doing things that really matter in society. And so I always think of it as we're serving the people who are doing the things that matter. So if you are a nurse or you are a teacher or you are an accountant or you are in the military or you are a pilot or you work at a grocery store or you are doing things that help society function. And if you didn't do it, society wouldn't work. That matters. So we could stop tomorrow and society would go on and one of the other 15 Ohio State podcasts would fill the vacuum and that'd be it. But if you choose this and you are doing something that matters and we can make you laugh or help you enjoy one of your favorite hobbies, which is Ohio State football or whatever, we can't do any more than that because we can't go out and fix a pipe. I don't I don't have that skill. I can't go out and teach third graders. Right. But if we can do that, that's the best we can do. So if we're doing that we can serve you, the people who actually matter, if we can serve you in some small way, then we're playing our role, which is all we can ask. And so that's a humbling thing when people say stuff like that. Come back, more survey results, a couple more comments next on Buckeye Talk. All right. Generally speaking, do you like guests on Buckeye Talk? And the choices were no, 
I'm just here like for the regular episodes. Yes, I'd like to see guests a couple times a week more than you have them now. Or yes, about once a week, which I think, you know, I mean, when you add in all, well, we had sports writers on for this, or maybe we had, you know, somebody on, maybe it balances out to a little less than that. But basically what we do now, which is on occasion, we have a guest. Nathan, what do you think one? Basically, I don't want guests. I want more guests or every now and then what you're doing now, which one won? I think people want more guests. And I think they probably specifically want something we, we don't necessarily give them a lot, which is Ohio State guests. Steven, what do you think? Less guess. I think they're here for us. So I will say, and this affects my view of our own podcast, is I don't like guests that much. Because if I'm listening to a podcast, as you said, Stephen, I'm there for the people. If there are three people talking about politics, or if there are two people talking about movies, or there are three people talking about sports... I'm kind of there for them. And there are podcasts where I like the people. And then when they're like, okay, we're back. And on this episode, we're going to talk to somebody else. I don't listen to it because it's like, that's kind of not why I'm there. And that definitely affects my view of Buckeye Talk. 70% guess maybe once a week is about right. So like about where we are, 70%. So we're in the right range. 18% more, 12% less. So we're in the right range. Uh, Let me get to this comment from the 419. I love listening to you guys. Your personalities are the main reason. I listen to multiple good quality shows. I think Buckeye Talk is the best, but what really sets you guys apart is, well, you guys. Tomorrow, if Doug, Nathan, and Steven each resigned, but Buckeye Talk would be continued by three other people, I would likely immediately unsubscribe from the text. I'd still listen to some episodes to see what's going on, but I feel like I'm more intimately related with you guys and Buckeye Talk. For this reason, I don't love having guests on. Like, that's kind of where I am, Nathan. Generally, as a podcast listener, Nathan, where are you on guests? I'm very much hit or miss because there are definitely some podcasts that, um, here's a good example, Um, the Ringer movie-related podcasts. They will do like their drafts. They will do their um, so not, usually not their drafts. Those are bigger episodes, but they'll do like conversations about things, Oscars stuff, the you know, movies that just came out, a big controversy. And that'll be like the first two thirds of an episode. And then the third episode, they'll be like, and next we're going to talk to this director who just came out with this movie. And a lot of times I've never heard of the movie and don't care. But then there are other times where um, I think pods do a good job of going out and finding someone who I don't know who enlightens a topic that I care a lot about. So I think the it, it really matters that you've got to pick somebody who is there f- for the listener, not so much there to produce content or be there for the interviewer. Yeah, I think there's two different styles of pods. I think there's the conversational pod and then there's the interview pod. And if I have pods, I like both, but I want them to be two separate types of pods. Mm. I, I want my, my conversational pod. I'm there because I like those people and what they have to say. I like the interview pods. Cause I know that person gets interviews and they sit down with like uh, the pivot. That's an interview pod. That's what yep. they're there to do. And so that's why I listen to that pod while, you know, you know, the Bill Simmons pod I'm there because he sits down with like him and it's like, usually I listen to him and Russo when they go on together. Cause I'm there to hear their opinions on things. Right. So that's what I, I, I think we have, created a conversational pod now if we wanted to have a conversation about one day having an interview pod that's cool but those are two separate things that i don't think need to be mixed together yeah i think that's well said 
Um, I think, I think the guest has to bring maybe specific information that we don't have, which is like having people who cover other teams. We're going to get a little more specific on some of the guests in a second from the three, two, one. I've been listening from the beginning. Um, I hit Buckeye talk when, uh, when you guy when you had the guys from the athletic. So I'm a very experienced, steady customer. This is a person who's been around since the REM bill days. I am 73 years old. I pick up on a recency bias often. This is, Interesting from someone who's been watching Ohio State football for 50 years. Um, I was in attendance when the Supersofts beat USC in the Rose Bowl to win a national championship. So I'm a longtime fan. Uh, Doug is a good interview host. Do more of those obscure guys and noteworthy people like President Johnson. Um, that's a good frequent offering. You should be able to plan those in advance. And they kind of want just like more guests like that. I will tell you when I did the pod and it was a little weird. I actually, when I had Gene, I had an interview with Gene Smith and Christina Johnson. It was just me. The three of us were on zoom. I couldn't record the zoom. I had to like do a recording of a recording of the zoom. So the sound quality wasn't great. And I didn't just want to have everything in there that pod, but the headline on that pod is basically like I'm interviewing Gene Smith and Christina Johnson. Didn't do great. Like not super listened to. So that informed me. And again, that's different than if we had Braxton Miller on, right? But that did inform me to some extent. From the 330, after taking the survey, I guess I want more guests, but not just to be interviewed. I would prefer they join as a guest host almost. So like, hey, like somebody comes in and like they're really hanging out and doing like that kind of thing. Um, I think on rare occasion, I think that's something interesting. I did think, and I, I don't know if I can find it now. Oh, this is the one. From the 419, rewatchables would be more fun with guests that participated in some way in the event being rewatched. Nathan, I have thought about that. That it's like, hey, let's try to get Tyvis Powell on to do the 2013 Michigan game because he inter intercepted the two-point conversion pass that sealed the win, right? Like a version of that. Now, it's hard to get guests because <laughs> you know who gets guests usually? The producer. So we are our own producers. Yeah. I do think there's a, I've thought about that. And that's like, they do some of those things like on the big 10 network, they rewatch a game and they interview people who were part of the game. That can be really good. I think we could pull that off on occasion. I mean, if we did a super soft game and we asked Rex Kern to come on with us, I think people would go nuts. You know, if we did, um, uh, you know, a 2006 game and we had Troy Smith on, Oh my, like I, 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 there would be value in that. I don't know how often we can pull it off, but Nathan, should we try I think so. I think you're right that it would enlighten those conversations, um, especially the farther back you go, the less likelihood that you interviewed any of these guys and certainly that we've interviewed any of these guys. When you get back in the 80s, 70s, 60s, uh, I think there's value to it. I think you could even if we were going to do Buckeye fly effect sort of things, you could justify having someone on to talk about the decision that did or didn't lead to what we're talking about. I think it works in the retalkable space because they can paint a picture we can't paint right. because we're either talking about it because we just watched it on YouTube or with Doug's situation, he covered it, but he was up in the press box. Tyvis Powell can give us the perspective of somebody who was on the field when the fan base was going crazy. Like imagine if we interviewed somebody, like imagine if we got Paris Campbell to talk about the 2018 Michigan game after, and he's like giving us the breakdown of right after he had the 70 yard run. Well, Pat, don't, you know, just sweep for a touchdown. It's like, this is how I received that. 
that's a different thing that no one else can talk about but Paris Campbell yeah. because he scored the touchdown and he saw the reaction of everybody in the crowd. And I could feel the energy of the crowd as I was getting closer and closer to the end zone. That stuff is was cool. I do think that's like an offseason project where we could almost yeah. like reach out to some people and say like, hey, like, would you be interested in doing a game? What game do you think you might want to do that we could find? You know, so I think that might be it's all about an expenditure of time, but that might be a worthwhile expenditure of some of my time in trying to get some people for that. I don't love Nathan having on guests for like no apparent reason. Right. Yeah. I, I, I will say, let, let me get to a couple. I, I, I'll give my opinion on this thing from the four one nine. I don't listen as often during the off season, unless there's a big break in recruiting, but I personally enjoy Buckeye history. Part of my love for the team comes from listening to my father and older relatives talk about what the shoe or what high street used to be like. Maybe some segments uh, on just off-field history or Buckeye folklore during the off-season. Get some of the old-timers on the show to tell their stories. So again, I think you have to walk a fine line with history, but I think that's an interesting idea. Like Again, let's talk about being a Buckeye in the 50s with a person who was a Buckeye in the 50s. This one I thought uh, was interesting. This was a very specific one. More T shoe. He's a guest that we've had on before. That's more T shoe, and that's from T shoe. So he <laughs> he. Uh, came I would in. second that though. I hope we yeah. get more T shoe, especially in this world where Ohio is getting ready to allow betting. Yeah, T shoe on the upcoming episode of. Mark it down Monday. Mark it down Monday. This is our guy, Josh Mustachio. Always good to hear from Josh. I think having fans on once a month or a couple times during the offseason. Um, I like hearing the history of fans and who they like. I, again, I think there's some room here for almost like tell us. It's almost like Buckeye stories. Like, I think like, again, that'd be like an offseason thing. But it's like, tell us your best story about being an Ohio State fan this crazy thing that happened when I went to a game, this crazy thing that I did with my friend, this crazy way. It's the way that I met my spouse. It's a thing that happened with my parents. It's a moment I enjoyed with my kid or my niece or my nephew or my best friend. And they sort of send it into us. And then we say, come on and tell us that story. Like, or, or something like that, Nathan, I think I'm very open to that. I've liked the moments when we've had fans on, and we're going to have a fan on coming up because we had a little bit of a miscommunication. I dropped the ball a little bit. The person who won our basketball bracket, what you win is get to be on a podcast and he still hasn't been on, but you got back in touch with him. He got back in touch with us. He reached back out to me. We're going to get him on soon. He won that. So it's a prize, but I do think Nathan, um, no offense to fans, but most fans like don't do this for a living. So if you just say like, Hey, Ohio state football, that's crazy you're probably not going to have a good conversation. But if people come on with something like a strong opinion or a story to tell, I think that can be fantastic. Yeah, I had a little glimpse of this um, when I did the story of um, fans talking about what they missed out on when the game was canceled in 2020. And there you're not just asking like, what what does the game mean to you? Or what's your favorite memory of the game? It was like, hey, give me some spe- specific examples of how this kind of left a hole in your life or your fandom or your winter or whatever. And we got some really great stories out of that. It wasn't for the podcast necessarily, but um, we could, we were just retold them in you know a more print version. But that's an example of that. And I think you, we could have had people come on the podcast and instead of typing out those stories, just extemporaneously tell tell us you know what they missed because there were some people who had some really like emotional 
stories that they could tell. And um, I think you're right. I think those the more specific you get, the more interesting it would be. More on guests. Would you like to see more sports writers and experts from other media on Buckeye Talk? Steven, yes or no? What one? Um, just right. Well, that wasn't an option. Oh, yes is it, no. is this more? Do you want, oh, yes do or no? you want uh, more? No. Nathan, what do you think? I'll more say sports yes. writers. 84% yes. Oh. And like, this is where I am. It's like, I like sports writers talking about sports. <laughs> so I, 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 I can't, I can't help it. Like I just, I almost would, and like to your point, Nathan about, and now we have a director on, I frankly would rather have two people who like movies talk about that director than have the director talk about herself or himself. I just, I don't know if I'm weird that way, but I think there's some people also think like that. So more sports writers, 84%. Would you like to see this? You asked about this, Nathan. Would you like to see more former Ohio state players on the show? Nathan, yes, one. What percent did it get, Nathan? 57%. Steven, what do you think? Yes, got. 65. 83. So they'd like to see some Buckeyes on. I have pondered this idea. I would like to come up with like a 10-question format where you maybe have the former high State player come on and then you talk about something sort of generally maybe and then you have 10 questions that you ask everybody and it's your former Buckeye player survey. And it's like, what was the moment in recruiting when you knew you wanted to be a Buckeye? If you did not go to Ohio state, where would you have gone? And how do you think that would have worked out? Who was the player who took you under his wing when you got to campus? Who was the player that you were the most of a mentor for when you got there, when they got there, when you were older, who was, what was your relationship with your position coach? Like describe it. What was your relationship with your head coach? Like, Describe it. What's the, you know, like I just like they have 10 questions like that, Stephen, and that we have a thing because I don't just want to, again, if people are not, now here's the thing. Everybody has a podcast now, so everybody's a professional talker. But if you're interviewing people who aren't professional talkers, you have to guide them and you have to guide them into being interesting. Because if you just get somebody on who hasn't really, doesn't usually do it and just let them go, I'm out. I am out. And And I think there's a way that we could guide them. That's the dirty little secret, especially with sports journalism. The most interesting characters are typically the least interesting talkers every yeah. single time, every time. And so and- it's almost better to do it with the former player. when Because if you because I think JT Tuimaloa's story is actually very interesting. But if you go ask him right now about it, he'll just go, I just wanted to wait and take my visit. Right. Duh. Because he's 19. And that's how he's thinking. But if you ask him at 24, 25, it's like, hey, man, like, I understand you just wanted to take your visits. But like, were there moments in this where you felt like you just had to give up on that because of how things were going? You can get a little bit more in depth because now he's speaking, you know, in hindsight and reflective on it. than like in the moment of like, just wanted to take my visits. Now I'm here trying to play football. I think you have to guide people a lot. I think you have to guide people in press conferences, which is why yes. I don't like questions that are like, what's the most important thing you guys have to do this week? It's like, are you serious? You Win the game. <laughs> you can't put, whenever you ask a question of anybody, you can't put too much on the person answering. You have to mm-hmm. help them. You can't make them do all the work or they're just going to search for a cliche to get out of the question. You have to help them. You have to carry some of the weight yourself. So Nathan, I do think now again, this is going to require like reaching out to former Ohio State players. But if I came up with a format and emailed 50 former Ohio State players, and I'd ask our texters, who do you want me to try to get? And then I emailed 50 and like four said yes. 
What do you think? Would it be worth it? Sure. I think especially I think especially in the I don't care. I'm not going to listen. We're about to get to a a juncture of the season where it would not be very useful. We're just going to have too much to talk about. But February, June, I think so. I think four is a good number because it opens the door. Because if you get the like if you get Darren Lee in here talking and that goes well, guess who else is going to want to come on? You know, everybody else is going to go want to come on because they want to tell their story the way Darren Lee's told their story and have everybody hear it. So all it takes is that one really good one to get the ball rolling. It's one of those things. And I will say, and I and in an ideal world, I would have done a better job of this, but I, I didn't at all. But when I was interviewing people for the book and I thought people like telling their stories of like how you wound up picking Ohio State and recruiting. It's like an interesting thing to talk about. People were very gracious with their time, but it is, it's like, well, it's a book, you know, it's like, I, I don't know if people think being on Buckeye Talk is cool or not because everybody has a podcast now. And sometimes it's like, if you're a great talker, you probably have your own podcast. And if you don't have your own podcast, maybe you're not so good at talking. So like, I don't, I don't know if be like, Hey, do you want to come on a podcast and talk for an hour for free? Former football player? I don't know. I don't know like how many people are like, yes, I can't wait to do that. Maybe if they're people who are kind of like we're good players, but like are out of the spotlight now and don't get to talk about their careers anymore, maybe they'd be into it. That's a little bit of the where are they now we're talking about, but it might be a worthwhile endeavor to try. More on guests. Would you like to see more people currently involved in college sports, coaches, athletic directors, other experts like that, right? On the show. 81% yes, 19% no. So the bottom line is, People thought we had the right amount of guests. Um, 18% wanted more guests. But then when I said the three categories of guests, which is other media, former players, or people in college sports, they all got more than 80%. But sports writers won. It was 84% more sports writers, 83% more former Buckeyes, 81% more people in college sports. So we'll try. We'll take it under advisement. It is more work makes it slightly less likely to happen. <laughs> but in the offseason, we will try. Compared to when you first started listening to Buckeye Talk, the show is currently the same quality, worse than what it was back then, or better than what it was back then. Nathan, what do you think, One, I think uh, people who are still listening to us now and answering this would say better. Stephen, what do you think, One? I think they're going to say the same. I think worse might be second, though, because I do think there are some people who are just so in love with the bad podcast that that nostalgia is never going to go away from them for them. Um, I thought that might be the case, too. And, I, you know, I'm not here to ask a million questions about, uh, um, you know, the old days. But I wanted to ask yeah. one. I wanted to ask one and I wanted to see what people said. Got to take the honest yeah. response. As you said, Nathan, the people who are like, ah, oh, it used to be so much better, probably quit. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not taking this as the measure of the full universe, as we said. You know, it's like you're still here. Oh, yeah, I hate it now, but I'm still here to answer the question. I hate it now. So that's probably I was not hanging on people. just to answer this question. And now I'm gone. Now I'm out. Like uh, uh, 300 people cancel their tech subscriptions. I've just been waiting. <laughs> I'll be honest with this. you. That's a, I would respect that level of dedication that you're yeah. you're shelving out money to hate. That just means you, you have to truly hate somebody to shove out money to show, tell them that you hate them. Yeah. So uh, 64% better, 64% better, 31% the same, only 5% worse. So, you know, to your point, Stephen, there are some people, I mean, Ari and Bill are really good at this. So um, 
I thought that was a good result. I do think like we've kind of, I don't know, Stephen, like we kind of, I don't know if I want to say hit our stride, but it's like, we kind of do what we do now. We've been doing, the three of us have been doing this for a while. We kind of have our topics. We kind of have our subjects. We kind of have our, the way we view things. Um, And so I do think like the overall, and again, like we don't, I'm not as proud of our garage band way of life as I used to be. Um, We're just a little more professional about it. So I I think that's a good result. Two thirds think we're better, Stephen. I'll take it, right? Yeah, I'll live with it. I mean, it could be 95, but I'll take it. It could be. You know? From the 314, good survey. The show is the best it's ever been. Maybe a few more retalkables, just as long they're on YouTube or coming up on the Big Ten Network um, and add a player from the game being discussed. So that's, um, you know, someone saying that's the best uh, it's ever been. So that's nice. Um, let me see. Here's one from the 216. Not to be riding y'all too much, but I legit have no complaints about the show. It's been excellent since day one. I love y'all's chemistry and insight, and Doug's rants are always the best. You ain't got to change nothing. So that's very kind, and uh, thank you for saying all of that. Um, This thing I think, Nathan, has come true from the 973. Thanks for sending out the Buckeye Talk feedback survey. It was fun to complete. One of the fun things I enjoy from Buckeye Talk texting is the surveys for our opinions on various topics, and then they're discussed or use on the podcast. Really enjoy all the insightful and hard work all three of you put into the texting and podcast. I do think, Nathan, that has elevated the show. I think that was a huge moment. There was a time when like, we weren't doing a lot of like surveys and stuff. And the idea of like, what do you think about this? We think this. What do you think? I think those are some of our best shows, Nathan. Well, and also, even back then, you could have, before we did the surveys, you could have asked, hey, tell us what you think about this. And now you just have a bunch of things to wade through. And the Sometimes, as you've seen, the people who feel the m- most about something, even if it's the minority opinion, will be the ones to express it. So I think it's good to be able to get a full snapshot of all the opinions, and then we can pick and choose different responses to represent those. We have a quality focus group. Yes, tremendous. That gives us a little bit of everything. It's like there's the overreaction sometimes. There's the people who are you know a little bit more you know, composed with how they react to things. We get a little bit of everything. And so you get a real gauge of what the fan base is feeling. I, I did forget this when we were talking about guests. I thought this was a good idea from the five, six, seven. I just did the survey that Doug sent. And all I'll say is the only guest I'd accept outside of Ohio state related people is the Royal gynecologist. So that's on the wish list someday. Hello. Uh, speaking of impressions, somebody, Oh, from this, it's uh, from the 586. Doug must start doing a voice impression of a Buckeye. He did Coach O, LSU wins a national championship. He does Stetson Bennett, Georgia wins a national oh. championship. <laughs> Not doing one for the home team is the single biggest jinx in sports history. Pick one for God's sake. And Buckeye Talk Nation, pretend you're Ryan Day's beard. Brutus is in her voice. I don't care. Just do it, man. Here's the problem. These are not flattering impressions. No, I know. <laughs> so uh, these are people you might have to see after you go on and make fun of their voice. Yeah, I know. I, I don't know. I mean, Jim Knowles is not, I mean, Jim Knowles is not like a crazy old mountain man or something, but he has a gray beard. And he likes to like sit in his office and diagram defenses. Maybe I can come around on something like that. Um, I'm not going to do it to a player. <laughs> I think one of those things, like I don't want to meet Stetson Bennett. I'm not going to do it to a player I cover. It's like, hey, everybody, you know, I'm Donovan Jackson. Hey, I'm Donovan Jackson. I'm Donovan. Are you kidding me? 
I'd get body. I mean, you got to see him on Tuesday. <laughs> hey, did you hear this guy's Donovan Jackson impression? Yeah. Hey, hey, smart guy. Do your impression of me right now. Um, I'm Donovan Jackson. I'm Donovan Jackson. Can you imagine? I'd be murdered. And it's not it'd be great I, content for the site. It'd be the end of content for the site on my part. Yeah, we could so anyway, I don't I mean it's like one of those things. I gotta be careful. Okay. Um, so that's good. This is, and I gotta tell you, we are planning a preseason Browns event. We've done that for a couple of years. We've done it for Buckeye Talk once, and I'm gonna take these these survey, the survey answer to the boss. If there was a live Buckeye Talk that wasn't too far from your house and it was at a convenient time, would you consider coming to that live show? 84% yes. So I don't, we don't have one planned right now, but it's only mid-July and I have time to rabble rouse. So I would really like us to do one. And we tried to do some stuff last year. We had uh, a consultant who was going to come and like try and set something up and she was working with something and then it like, it just didn't happen. So other outlets have live shows on a regular basis And we do not, and I would like us to, not necessarily every week, but more than never. So I'm filing that away. And the fact that 84% of the people who responded would be interested, I think is a good thing on our side. All right, let's wrap this thing up pretty quickly here. I asked three statements, Nathan. One is low, 10 is high. One is very false, 10 is very true. I'll give you all three statements, and then I want you both to guess which got the highest rating. Doug, Nathan, and Steven generally know what they are talking about with Ohio State sports, and that is a big part of why I listen. So that was the first one. The discussions on Buckeye Talk are generally fun and entertaining, and that's a big part of why I listen. The topics on Buckeye Talk are creative and unique, and that's a big part of why I listen. So the three options, Nathan, are like, you know what you're talking about, you're fun, or the topics are creative as a reason that you listen, which one got the higher rating on a scale of one to 10? I think that middle one, I think it's the personalities because there are a lot of people on the beat who all have podcasts who have generally the same amount of knowledge. And we're all generally talking about the same topics over the course of a year. I think it's that personality in the middle that determines why people listen to us and not someone else. What do you think, Steven? I think creativity, because you can have all the personality, but if you don't know what you're talking about, then it doesn't matter. But also you can know what you're talking about, if it, but if the way you're presenting it is boring, then you'll tune out very quickly. I think that creativity is a good mix of both of those things that keeps people interested. I am proud of the, the ideas that we come up with. I do think we come up with like sort of more, even like the influential list or whatever, you know, like we're just, I think we're, you know, I think we're often you know, the market down Mondays, you know, like, I think, I think we're coming up with like ways of packaging Ohio state football that I, that I do to me, that's one of the things that sets us apart. The winner was fun and entertaining on a scale of one to 10, 9.2 for fun of entertain, fun and entertaining 10 being very true. One being very false, uh, 8.83 for know what they're talking about and 8.49 for creative talking topics. Uh, Nathan, frankly, I wasn't sure what we were going to get. I know what you're talking about. So I'll take eight and a half or whatever it was, 8.8. I'll know what you're talking about. I'm sure we don't bat a thousand. And <laughs> I knew we didn't bat a thousand. So I think 8.8 is something to, I don't think it's good enough, but it's good enough for today. Know what they're talking about. The lowest we got was a four. We got one four 
we got five fives, we got two sixes, and then everything else was seven or higher. And nine was the biggest one that we got. In fun and entertaining, 10 was the one we got the most. Uh, we actually got one two in that rating. That someone Let me be honest with you. Finds us completely not fun and entertaining. I think when you do something for a living where you're in a public space, I don't think you're doing your job right if there are at least a section of people who tell you you don't know what you're doing and you don't know what you're I talking about. I think that's about. right. You have to be, you have, listen, I think every so often somebody has to tell you you're stupid. I'm very here for people disagreeing with our opinions. I'm not a huge fan of like people saying you don't know the facts, right? That I'm not. That would, yeah, 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 yeah. that's yeah. a little like, not, not a huge fan of that. Uh, this one I sort of, I'm just going to squeeze in here. From the 262, listening to the Buckeye Talk Tuesday pod, I can't handle the continued Josh Proctor hopeful hype. This is Demario McCall 2.0. Maybe he will come back for his sixth year and make a position change too. Until Proctor plays a full season and makes an actual impact, I don't hold him in the top 25 at all. So that was just like a random, like, let me go on a mini rant, which again, I love rants from tech subscribers because we do a lot of text ourselves here. A couple show ideas from the 419. Buckeye fly effect. What if Drew Henson never leaves Michigan early to play baseball before Trestle's first season at Ohio state? There's some like quote, Michigan success quarterback stuff there. Um, I'd be interested to hear you guys dig in a little on the decline in top 100 players in Ohio in the past few years that I think, I, I think there's room for, I think both on the pod and, and, and on the site, you know, like an investigation, like the quality of football in Ohio right now, there's a lot about spring football discussion in there where Ohio ranks where it was 10 or 20 years ago. I think that's an interesting idea. And then rating the all-time best Ohio State jersey numbers based on the guys that wore that number. Two, for example, is probably pretty high on that list. There's a bunch of good twos, right? Was Doss two and Terrell Pryor was two and Malcolm Jenkins was two. So like, uh, that's a good idea from the 419. So I just like, we have some other show ideas that I'm not going to be able to read here, but we're going to take them into consideration. That's uh, one of the other things we like to do with our tech subscribers is make them be the producers. It's like, Hey, I'm, I can't, we can't think of anything else. Do you have any ideas? So we, um, we like to do that. Let's wrap this up with two more and we just can't get to everything. We I've read all of them. I read every response we got. We took all the survey results into consideration and thank you for everybody. Uh, there are 19 questions. The 18th, does Doug talk too much? Nathan, what do you think? Whereas the vote breakdown, yes and no. Does Doug talk too much? Yes. What do you think? Yes, got. Um, all of them, but your vote. Ninety-nine point eight percent. Sixty-one percent. Sixty-one percent. Yes, Stephen. What do you think it was? Yeah, I was going to say sixty-four percent, but then I also think it was responded with, "That's not a bad thing." It's just yes, you talk a lot. So I will say it's 77% no, so you two can cram it. <laughs> um, well, it's 66% of the people on this podcast voted that way. No, I know. But again, I, every, everybody gets a vote. So, I mean, if you guys, you guys are tech subscribers, are you not? I'm sure your That's vote's true. in there. So, again, if you take out Nathan and Steven, it probably would have been like 70, 78% no. Let's see. From 614, I love the show, guys. Don't change a thing. I love the dynamic between the three of you. You do not talk too much, Doug. Somebody definitely did think I talked too much, so I'm going to find that. Here it is. From the 919, the survey didn't allow for open-ended comments. Yes, you talk too much, Doug, but it's less about volume and more about you talking over Nathan and Stephen. It's interesting how you interact differently with guests. 
The show is great. And as someone who doesn't live in Ohio, it's my only source of Buckeye info and the only pod I pay for, for any subject. I also listen to several national pods and your commentary is every bit as informative. I appreciate the insight that comes from you guys being tied much more closely to the program without the arrogance that typically comes with that. Keep up the good work, but make sure you ignore your own betting advice. We're terrible at betting. So I do think I am nicer, Nathan, to other people who are on the show, right? Like when I have a guest on, I don't treat them like I treat you guys. That just makes sense. I would be horrible if I treated them like I treat you guys. Yeah, you just haven't accumulated a resentment of them slowly over time the way you have with us. Yeah, I mean, no, I think that's fair. I'll be your nicer. To, you don't make fun of strangers. You make fun of your friends. Yeah, exactly. Because they're your friends. Yeah, right. Take it. You go out into the world and you're nice to everybody. And then you come home and you're mean to your family. Like, yeah. like, do you clean your house when you know your daughter's coming home? No, you clean your house when you know you have guests. Yeah. If I go to Giordano's and somebody leaves crust on their plate, I don't chastise them about it. Right. Right. No. So take it as a sign of respect. Yeah. If I was like, hey, guys, how's everybody doing today? Hey, great opinion there, Nathan. Hey, Stephen, I really thought you brought it today. Who wants to listen to that? That'd be awful. That'd be awful. This is the last one. And this is the, the never ending debate around Buckeye Talk. Not only the number of episodes, but it's really the length of the episodes. What is the right length for Buckeye Talk episodes? Here are the options. Give me all the two hour shows possible. I'll decide if it's too much, but bring it on. Two hours every up, every fine. Or around an hour for most shows and maybe one two-hour show a week is good. It's kind of like what we do now. Or every show should be an hour. Like around an hour, any two-hour show is too much. Or many shows should be shorter than an hour. And an hour should be the absolute max for any episode. So those are the four choices, Nathan. What do you think One. I'm inclined to think that that last one uh, would win, but maybe the one just one slot above it. Okay. So you're saying the shorter side. Yeah. By the way, it's ironic that you're asking this question because we were told that this would be a one hour episode and we are into our second hour of recording. It's a two hour podcast about the podcast that is ending with a discussion about whether the podcast is too long. So you were gazing at your table so intently (laughs) that your head is now fit inside your belly button yeah no it's like people always talk about like your head's up your butt my head is not up my butt it is in my belly button buckeye talk speaking of nonsense what do you think one steven i think the most of them should be an hour with one two hour pod that is correct 50 percent, which is a like what we're doing now half the people well, say what we're doing now it's what we strive for i wouldn't say it's what we're doing now it's, we try 30 percent Give me all the two-hour shows. I'll decide. Like, that's the one thing. It's like, if it's too long, just stop listening. Yeah. I don't know if that's exactly right. It's like, hey, I made a six-hour movie. If you don't like it, just leave in the middle. I, I don't know that that's the right way to produce content. 30% give me all the two-hour episodes. Every show should be an hour, 13. A lot of shows should be less than an hour, seven. So 50%, you're good. 30%, give me all you got. And only 20% go shorter. The go shorter audience does like express itself sometimes, which is fine from the 614. I took the survey, but I didn't answer the questions about draft episodes, retalkables, et cetera, because I've never listened to those episodes. 
Buckeye Talk and the uh, 11 Warriors Dubcast are the only Ohio State podcasts I listen to. I listen to other non-sports podcasts regularly as well. So generally, I only listen to game previews and game recaps. In the offseason, I'll check the feed about once a week to see if there's any episodes you posted that sounded interesting, if there's major news like about Dylan Raiola or something. Also, I'm out on almost anything but a game recap if it's over an hour. For me, 30 to 45 minutes would be ideal for your regular daily episode. That's the one thing you could do to get me to listen more frequently. I do wonder sometimes, Nathan, like, would we gain listeners by doing shorter episodes? Do you think that's possible, Nathan? I think it is possible. I I saw some comments from people who sort of intimated that, that if if they see that it's going to be a long episode, they don't get started because they know they can't finish it or whatever. You know what I mean? They don't want – I'm not usually that way. I listen to a lot of podcasts – like uh, as I'm falling asleep at night and then I'll just try to, if I want to keep listening, I'll pick it up there, but there's other people, uh, not this one, by the way, but uh, there's other people who maybe don't see it that way. They want that completion. So they look for something shorter. This one is from the two, three, nine. If you were doing only one or two episodes per week, then I would want longer shows. However, one hour is probably the sweet spot for doing five episodes per week. I think that might be from our boss in New Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This one is from the 330. For me, the last question gets to something that is key for me. You guys let a discussion go where it may. And often that leads to great insights and depth. Um, I think think that's interesting. I think this is from them finishing it up. I think time-limiting Buckeye talk would hurt what makes it great. That's kind of the camp that I'm in, Stephen that I am nervous about self-limiting ourselves in a world where nothing else is limiting it. And I don't want to cut us off, but I've also heard people say like, my God, Doug, do you have to take nine minutes to make a 30 second point? What do you think about that, Stephen? I think there are some points that we make where we can wrap it up a little quicker and get to the point. But I do think some things it's less about like us taking forever to make our point and more just somebody says something that spurs on a 15 minute conversation whether it's nonsense or a real point. And I think the reason that happens is I don't know what Doug and Nathan's opinions are until we hit record here. So it's not like we, I mean, sometimes we talk it out, but it becomes natural. Like when we're in the Woody sometimes, but for the most part, it's like, Hey, we're going to talk about apples today. And Nathan might come on here and say, I hate apples. And I'll be like, I love apples. And it's like, why do you hate apples so much? And now we've got a 20 minute discussion about apples. I'm writing that down. The do you hate apples podcast. I would love to talk about apples, uh, but I'm not going to share what apple. I think. I haven't been shy about that. Oh, yeah. Uh, I still have to change yeah. my computer. I don't want to give up my apple. Uh, from the 301, I love having all the Buckeye Talk content. They've been a great intro to Ohio State history for this Buckeye fan by marriage. I do worry that podcasts are taking over Doug's life. They have taken over. Uh, I couldn't do as many pods as he does. If this is you guys living your best life, wonderful. If doing less Buckeye Talk, or bringing on more guests is needed for y'all to not burn out, then that, that would be good by me. That is very nice. That's a texture that's worried about us. Uh, I've been saving this one from the 989. Steven should talk more. I love his takes. Honestly, the best episode last season might have been his victory lap when the Buckeyes put up 45 in the first half against Indiana. I think it was the Indiana game. Um, it was. Steven, Steven, do you agree? It was the Indiana game. Yeah, you agree I, I, should I, talk more. Yeah, I, I think over the last three years, I've gotten more comfortable and talked a lot more and com- being, been more combative. And I think I can always do more of it. Yeah. From the 614, first off, I have not taken the survey yet, but a reoccurring segment of the show should be uh, when French Vanilla loses his stuff on someone for a crappy opinion. 
I really like when he says, if you're a subscriber, unsubscribe, stop listening to our podcast. This is not helping. I always laugh out loud. It's great. That would be my suggestion for a segment, maybe weekly, maybe monthly. I love it. It shows you all have standards and morals. That's Greg C74, our guy. So Greg wants me to have more things where I encourage people to stop listening to the podcast as part of the podcast. We are so far inside my own navel right now. Uh, I may never come out. Let's stop there. We had a lot of discussion about this. We're taking all the opinions into account. We thank you guys for your input. We thank you for taking part in the survey. Mostly we thank you for listening to Buckeye Talk. Nathan, this will stand as our thousandth episode. It's like on our hundredth episode, we had on a famous sports personality. For our thousandth episode, we just talked about ourselves for two hours and 15 minutes. I don't know if that's progress. I don't know if that's regression, but it's who we are. I think it's the most Buckeye Talk thing we could have done. And then shortly, we'll come back and we'll do a crisp 35-minute episode about, I don't know, the team that you guys like. I don't know. But two hours and 15 minutes, all about us. That's us. That's us. So we have stuff ahead about Ohio State. We are approaching Big Ten Media Days in a week and a half. We're all going to be there. Uh, We have some things we want to run through before we get to that point. But um, for now, all we can say is whether this is the first Buckeye Talk episode you listen to, and if it is, Dear God, I'm sorry. It's like, hey, I just tried out this football podcast and all they did was talk about themselves for 130 minutes. It was the weirdest thing I ever listened to. Whether you've listened to 10 podcasts or all 1,000, we could not be more grateful. We are humbled to be in your lives in any way, shape, or form. We try to do the best we can um, to help you guys enjoy your football team and take a little break from your days as um, workers, as spouses, as parents, as people who are out there grinding every day and doing things that matter a lot more than what we do. So thank you for letting us be in your lives. And thank you. If you got to the end of this, thank you for listening to us talk about ourselves for two hours and 15 minutes. We will get back to football on the next Buckeye Talk for now. For Stephen Means and Nathan Baird, I'm Doug Maurice, and that was Buckeye Talk. 